Ready, Freddy. We are ready. Why is Scottish always the go-to joke accent for me? It's common. Right there, for you. It's, right. it's easy to slip into. It's lazy, you know. Oh, Lucy Goosey. And it's always Bigby. No one's leaving this fucking bar. Nobody move. Nobody move. Yes, there we go. Happy episode forty-three. Three? Yeah, forty-three. And if you're watching on Spotify, because you can now, yeah, or YouTube, you'll see my robot arm. Can you see that on the cams? That robo arm. So today, Mister Lou came and picked me up this morning, and we went off to the wrong hospital. <laughs> then we turned around, <laughs> and then went to the right, <laughs> went to the right hospital, and half an hour later. I've got my robo arm on, the cast is off, and uh, I'm almost, I'm about, what, semi-human? Yeah, yeah, you've got range of motion again, you ate, Three quarterly you ate human. food yourself. Ate food with my own, own two hands, yeah. nobody had to cut the food up for you me. You put your own hair up. I put, oh yes, I was able to tie my own hair up. Yeah. Uh, cutting through sourdough gave me four arm doms. <laughs> Genuinely, That's I had to how little take, the arms been used. <laughs> you know, I had to take a break halfway through the sourdough. Got a pump. Yeah, um, and then we went. We had a good day. Then we went vintage shopping. Yeah. We found a little thrift store. Yeah, just driving through somewhere. I was just like, oh, should we have a look? We were actually initially we went in looking for something for for the crew cast. Some like yeah. shit to decorate in in the room, but we didn't find anything for the crew cast. But you found some. I'm not gonna lie. I forgot that we were in there for the crew cast within two minutes of walking through the door. <laughs> it was really. Uh, that's well. That's initially why we walked Does in. Does the crew and- cast need a tweed jacket? <laughs> Well, you're wearing it, and so technically... I, this is not... Tw- we're through this. Uh, it's not fucking cord. This is cord. cord. Yeah. This is the rebellious tweet. Yeah. yeah sorry about yeah. that. It's been crazy this weekend. No tweet now. We're going to wear the cord. Mwah. So, yeah, you got yourself a cord waistcoat. Cord waistcoat. And I'm genuinely quite pleased about it. Yeah. And you got... What were those, like, weird hunting trousers that are just below oh, the knee? I have no idea what I bought. But I think I bought shooting trousers. And they're basically like a cropped tweed trouser yeah. with a little buckle at the ankle so you can tighten them up. And I reckon we're going to wear those with those vintage big, like, like lace-up boots I've got downstairs. Yeah. And then uh, them over the top. Braces. That's going to look sick. Mm. Sick slash ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably how you could sick summarize. in a picture. Yeah. Walking through town. Weird. Yeah. Bit like Blade in a movie. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Blade walking through town. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, it's been good. It's yeah. been a good day. Free and, and snagged myself a PS5. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Which I let Lou completely set up and play. Yeah. You were just there like, you go and set that up and I'll go and edit these pictures. And then I'm just there setting it up and then you, you're just there like, just watching. And then I'm like, have you edited the pictures yet? And he's like, no, no, I'll do it now. And then you go back to it and then two minutes later, you're just watching me again. Like, have you edited the pictures yet? And you're like, no, no, I haven't. I was watching you enter my email address. On an option screen for no reason, just because you were struggling so hard yeah. to figure out how the controller worked against the keyboard on the screen. Yeah. And every so often I just hear, what, 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 why, why? Yeah, it just climbs down. I'm like, what the fuck am I pressing? Yeah, because if you don't know, the PlayStation 5 controller is really intuitive in terms of that it moves through sound, movement of the actual controller itself can cause things to happen on the screen. Yeah. There's a whole, there's a touchpad on it. Yeah. And you were just... I didn't know any you of this. Know, so you were moving like... it and touchpadding it, not knowing that everything, yeah. everything was zipping off the screen. <laughs> it literally took us about 15 minutes to log in yeah yeah and then when we logged in i was kind of trying to edit again and then um it did all like 4k stuff and i was like whoa mm. then my- we went on to that what was that game that 
Oh, and so then there was Astro. Astro's, Astro's play playroom. playroom, yeah. Yeah. Which I think is an inbuilt like bonus game. Yeah. Just having a wonder around that, and then that was really fun. And then every every like five minutes, you'd be like, "You gotta come and feel this." Oh, yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah, because all the feedback on the controllers is crazy. Somebody was explaining it to me, and I really struggled to understand. I was just like, "How can you feel the difference of walking on different surfaces through feedback in your hands?" But you can, like, yeah. when he was walking on glass, when he was walking on metal, when he was walking in grass. They essentially give you a different feedback for the sound the footstep makes. Yeah. But then what they also do is play sound through the controller, mm. so the f- sound you're feeling is the singular sound they play through the controller yeah. so um, it in, like doubles up that em- embracing of the feeling versus the sound yeah it's it, very clever yeah it, it, it just matched up and felt i don't know i just didn't realize that i was able to get that much and the, the wind when the wind blew yeah you felt the wind rustling through the controller yeah it was really strange they, they absolutely nailed that that kind of feedback is amazing oh, and, and the uh, the triggers the tr- yes and like where you have to like you, you press the trigger down slightly and then you meet resistance and then you can pull it or the so like if you're pulling a real gun trigger it wouldn't yeah. just like easily just slide smooth, through would yeah. it it'd be like you put your pressure on it pressure will build and then click bang it would yeah. go and that's what you get yeah. with the trigger on this and that's not for everything it's like dependent on what you've got in your hand yeah and there's some things where there's resistance the entire way so it's like if you're squeezing something yeah and yeah you're, the triggers then become stiff so you have to like push down on them Clever. Was, yeah really smart it's gonna be good on the um Call of Duty with yeah. the different guns. Each yeah. one's going to have a different kick, a different feel. The yeah. machine guns going to be like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Compared to like a big manga, bang. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be... Yeah, and you could feel like the... Instead of just general vibration when you pull a trigger, it was directional, so you felt like, reco- yes, like recoil the from, yeah. from, the, from the gun. It's so clever. Yeah. It's so clever. Yeah. I was very impressed. for the, we, we haven't really played much because we, we had Mortal Kombat, but that was like still downloading, so we had like yeah. one... You had two fights on it. It looked pretty good. Yeah, I had. Like, I went through the tutorial, then had like a couple of goes, and then you jumped on. And yeah, I jumped on like, yeah, Lou made this look good, and I got on and got mauled. <laughs> like, got killed straight. Like, with the first round, he decimated like three quarters of his bar still full. Yeah. And then I came back yeah. and beat him two to one yeah. and did the fatality. Yeah. But I beat him two to one with shin kicks, singular jabs, and jumping up and <laughs> kicking him when I landed. Yeah, there was, was no like, special moves. I was or like, press, press, press. <laughs> My biggest combo was three hits. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you would come in every so often and go, press back, back, triangle. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> down, back, X. Yeah. Uh, back, down, down, square. Yeah. That's Scorpions. Yeah. Scorpions easily the coolest character in that game. Yeah. 100%. I mean, obviously, people are going to have little different ones, but it's like Ryu and Ken. Mm. They're the coolest. Mm. They're yeah. the ones you go to, aren't yeah. they? And it's uh, Tekken. You know who you are. Mm. I think Tekken was what, like, for me, I, th- I saw a lot of. I saw more diversity with really, yeah. What about the Bruce Lee dude? What was he called? You know, it was who, Lee, wasn't it? Was he really with that, yeah, that cheeky? Lee. Yeah, he but was, was easily. Spe- I'm sure it was spelt differently though, wasn't it? I could that dude, man. If you knew, I knew every single one of his moves. Yeah. I could keep you in the air. You wouldn't come down. Yeah, juggling. That's what they yeah. called that. Yeah, yeah, because they had a little bit of juggling on Mortal Kombat. Tekken was ridiculous. Some of the combos for it. You could keep people in the air for like 10 hits yeah. in, in that. Especially with the sunrise kicks and yeah. stuff to add on. Because yeah. they'd send people high, high. So frustrating though when you're the other person. Yeah, you just you're like, it's getting bounced. Like, it's like, just might as well put How many times down. You, and you're playing someone, did you just fucking literally do that? Just go, well, might as well not fucking play here. And then yeah, like, you're like, like, if you, if you're not even let me fucking stand up there. Because I have mates who were nerds on yeah. those games as well. Like, I enjoyed playing them, but I wasn't. They would, they would try to string like 20 hit combos yeah. and get good at doing that. But once they caught you with the first shot, you yeah, were bollocks then for yeah. 20 shots. Yeah. 
And, th- and that's all that happened to me every time because I'd come in like once every two weeks to play them that they'd been playing on it for the entire two weeks. Yeah. And they just lace me. Yeah. Who was King? King was yeah. good. I could, yeah, I could. Leopard head. He's the only guy I could fight back against with the combos. Yeah. Because you could grip with him. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he grip. was like a wrestler almost, yeah. wasn't he? Suplex. Like, there yeah. was a three hit suplex where you ended up um, tombstoning them at the end. You'd suplex them, body slam them, and tombstone them or something. I remember. It was like a three three hit was power it, move. Which Tekken was this? Is that Tekken, oh, Tekken 3? Oh, yeah. Round 3, I reckon. Yeah. I think Good Tekken time. 3 was the best one. Tekken was groundbreaking because it went three dimensional. Is, is Tekken still going? Or is Tekken done? Oh. It was going until two, two or three years ago, wasn't it? I know that. I don't know. I don't think they were very good, though, by the end. They decided adding some too many pointless, weird characters in for no apparent reason. See, Mortal, Mortal Kombat gets away with that a little bit. Mortal but. Kombat's impressive. The fact that they've, you know what I mean, it's they've not had to deviate a lot from their core. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, you mentioned, we, 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 what we looked up, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, Jack's finisher, because we were taking pictures of my robo-arm. Yeah. And when we watched just to see his finisher, to see what yeah. he did when he posed, you were automatically like, oh yeah, I remember that game. Yeah. And it still looked good yeah. because it was real people, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was and that was different. Was real. Yeah, it was, it was, they did a lot with a li- you know, the little, little resources yeah. that they had. The and sound effects were best on that as well. Yeah. Like, Toasty! Toasty. <laughs> <laughs> it was just good. And the, the fact that the fatalities were like an eight-hit combo. And if you, So if you got one, yes. oh, everyone yeah. in the room was like, he's got it, he's got it, he's got yeah. it. And everyone come running. Yeah, it was, yeah it was, they were solid to do on the original. Like the, the original three were really fucking hard. Some of them were really unsatisfying as well. Like Jax's is crap. It's like an uppercut. He makes you explode and that's it. Yeah. It's rubbish. Whereas some of the other ones, who was the one who ripped your spine out? That was Scorpion, I think, wasn't it? Was it Scorpion? Yeah, I'm sure. That was a good one. That was one of the you best. You like pulled the head off and then yeah. the spine was still attached? Yeah. I think that was Scorpion. Scorpion and Predator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this we've got the Mortal Kombat 11 D, with the, the Ultimate Edition, which is the one with all the down the DLCs, downloadable content, already in it when you load it in. So we should have to play with Robocop, mm. Arnold, and Rambo. Which I think Rambo is hilarious because we were watching the Rambo stick fight the other day, we? and it's that's it's like that's the Rambo that's in it. Isn't, yeah, isn't we, it? we we decided that yeah, uh, Stallone is his most shredded and jacked in was it Rambo three in the end, the one where he goes to Afghan, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. He, yeah, he when starts, he's like stick fighting in Thailand, he's stick fighting. Yeah, yeah, in that scene, that scene, he jacked. Yeah, and that's he's his like peak. He's like mid late thirties there. Yeah, I think I think he was forty. He was he was thirty. Two or thirty-three when he filmed the first Rambo. Yeah, I'm sure he was like he, he was late forty or around yeah. about that. Yeah, he was in crazy shape, insane. So yeah, because we were we had at first we were you. What, which one did you say? You said um, you thought I thought potentially was, Rocky Four. I thought yeah against Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, when he's unveiled at the beginning of that, yeah, when he's oiled up, which we couldn't actually find a, a good scene for without watching the entire film. Yeah, if you comp, we, we, that was that was it. Is whether it's the Rambo. Three with the stick fight scene, or Rocky unveiled in the ring when you first see physique after he's been in the snow training in the mountains yeah, when he's oiled up and the robe first comes off at the beginning because yeah. in that. But I think he's maybe just all obliques and abs in that. Yeah. Whereas in the Rambo, he's also thick up yeah. top. Yeah, with the jack. I remember the scene that you're on about, and it's like a low angled shot, like kind of looking. They up just they pull his robe off. Yeah, and he goes, "Oh my god, Rocky looks like a middleweight." Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. It's like, yeah, because he is. Yeah. <laughs> he hundred percent is. Yeah, he's probably lightweight. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's probably featherweight. <laughs> 
And then uh, Dolph Lundgren in real life proceeded to rattle his heart off his own rib cage yeah. and put him in hospital. Fucking Dolph Lundgren. What an absolute specimen of a human being. Just And intelligent. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just like, yeah. good looking. Oh God, yeah. Tall, jacked as hell, can fight, legitimately can fight. Yes, because he was an actual Mul- kickboxer. Yeah, like multiple degrees in like, mm-hmm. n- is it nuclear engineering or something like that? Or it's something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, something, it's something like that. Can act. He can probably yeah. see. Well, he can't act. Well, he can't act, but, but he's, he's a fucking it. actor. But he's fucking doing yeah. it. Doing <laughs> so, a damn thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, what a, what a guy. And like, he, he, I don't know, I just don't feel like he gets as much respect as he should. No, but he was always a supporting character, wasn't he? Yeah, he had a few main he roles. Like, he did the Punisher, he was my... He was Red something. He was in something Red, wasn't he? He's in something, it's Red Sonia. He's a main character in Red Sonja. Go watch that, mm. and then you understand why he can't be a leading man. Right. It's so bad. Yeah, because what was the other one? Um, with Van Damme? A Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier. What yeah. a film. It's empty! <laughs> if you don't know what that line means, go watch Universal Soldier now. Oh, you right. forgot to take your medicine! <laughs> it's empty! Should we shoot her in the stomach? No, let's shoot her in the head! <laughs> He was great. I in that. love that movie. Yeah. That was one of my like childhood, just live by every weekend. That and Demolition really? Man. Yeah, I fucking love Demolition Man. It, Universal Universal Soldier was one that I'd watched a couple of times, but I didn't know it like you knew it. Like we watched it fairly recently, didn't we? Oh, I, yeah. But, um, Have you watched Unisol? No, you told me about. Mate, that. let's watch that tonight. Yeah. Okay. So if you've not seen it, YouTube and uh, Spotify World, and also all you. Audible, lovely listeners. Um, go, I'm just, I'm just saying that because I'm pointing at the camera. Go watch Unisol because it's... So they did Universal Soldier 1, Universal Soldier 2, then some piece of shit with Van Damme back in it with that... Who's that guy who's in all the B-rate martial arts movies? He's good at fight scenes and then that's it. He appears every so often as a, like a subordinate in a main movie. You probably won't even know his name if I know. No, you'll know who he is, but it, it, it's Van Damme and he's against... Van Damme's the bad guy in that version. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, he's a bad guy. And this guy is... I don't know. It's shit. Ignore it. And then just go to Unisol. And in Unisol, you've got Andre Olovsky from UFC yeah. in his prime mm. as one of the Unisols. And he can fight in real life. Yeah. And they put full-on gritty, hardcore fight scenes into this thing, hand-to-hand. Fuck. And he's slick as fuck. He's yeah. so good. Because yeah. he doesn't need to be... He just needs to be dead-eyed. And he's yeah. fucking perfect. Yeah. That. And it's Van Damme. He's survived, obviously, in the previous movie, so we know that. And then he... He's, he's trying to rehabilitate back to normal life. Mm. And so he's watched over by the scientist. He's still kind of top secret, mm. but he's rehabilitating. He's off all his meds and he's trying to become, like have his, he's trying to age and have his memory and everything back. And they're just keeping an eye on him and they're trying to transition him in. He keeps having these kind of traumas. Yeah. And, but then the Unisol program is brought back illegally mm. by one of the other countries and they have to bring Van Damme back in to go in to get the intel they need back about the Unisol system to destroy what's there and right, finish yeah. it. And he's the only one they can take in because he, he's the only guy who's going to be able to compete yeah, against Andrei Olovsky, who's one of the Unisols. Fuck. But he's obviously not... He's, he's got to outwit him. Yeah. And he, because he's had this rehabilitation of being a bit human again, yeah. he maintains more of his humanity. Yeah. So he's able to circumnavigate yeah. stuff a bit more. And it's... I'm not kidding you. 
it's just a fucking... If you'd never seen any of the other Universal Soldiers, this thing's a fucking good, low-budget, story-driven, really clever camera work movie. All right. Really dark. And you said what, it was quite recent as well, weren't you? It was like not... It's not got to like, be... No, it's, it's probably... Well, comparative to the other ten. Ones. Oh, it's modern in comparison to the old one. Yeah. yeah, this is like in the 2000s. Yeah. Whereas the others were, what, early 90s or something? Probably, yeah. If, yeah, yeah. Maybe like uh, honestly, early 90s. it's just uh, because obviously the violence, the way we choreograph things now mm -hmm. and the way it's this, the cinema, cinematography of it yeah. now is so much smarter and the equipment's so much better. And obviously, it's so much more realism involved. Yeah. So it just makes these, vis these fight scenes visceral as hell. And you've got Olofsky who can legit punch, kick, throw, Armbar and they they throw in triangles, armbars, oh, really? but not in a fucking WWE way, as yeah. in fucking slick, snaps yeah. it on out of nowhere. Yeah, like oh, it's so good. Unisol. Yeah, we'll watch that after. Weird movie you've probably never seen. Um, recommendation of the week. Right. Should we'll we watch uh, that after? One of the other things that we did when we were having a wander around town is we went and got some. Alcohol. Oh, we found uh, yeah, there's a shop we found in Shrewsbury. Yeah, I tried to say Shrewsbury. I don't know why. It's not that. It's Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. And so when I asked the poo, who is my Siri voice, yeah. um, to take us to Shrew Shrewsbury Hospital, he kept yeah. trying to send us to, I'm sorry, I don't I don't know how to get you to Barrett Hospital. Yeah, like, it's Barrett. Barrett. Who the hell am I saying? I was saying Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury yeah. But it's because I wasn't saying Shrewsbury. Because it's Shrewsbury. Right. That's how the locals say it. Right. Didn't know that. I think they actually frown on you a little bit when you say Shrewsbury in front of a... Shrewsburyian, Shrew <laughs> Shrewsbury. They they look at you and go, "You're not from here." Yeah, <laughs> like, I am. I love crumpets. <laughs> do you yeah. want to do the chess? Because I'll do the the noise with my robo arm. Yeah. So, what was the name of the place? Oh yeah. So we found this. Uh, there's a, a dedicated whiskey store. Yeah. They do have other stuff, but they've a huge whiskey section in in um on the main. What's it called? It's called the Wild Cop. That hill we went up. Yeah. And it's just on there, and it's called the Reken Reken Whiskey. So W R E K I N Whiskey. And because the Reken is a place near here, Reken Whiskey. So I don't know, maybe they're from Reken. Yeah. And that's where all the hills are with the horses on and stuff. Around the Reken. That's it then. Where yeah, they, that's they, it. It's the, the area. Reken. Yeah, Reken Whiskey. Yeah, cool guys. Specialist whiskey shop. A couple of older guys in there, and but they knew their shit. Oh god, yeah. They were good. They yeah. started saying stuff I had no clue what it was on about. Yeah, we and were it, just like nodding. And when the yeah, dude yeah. was going, I like a bit of this because I like to chew on it. It was yeah. like when Anthony was describing these cigars, yeah. chew on it a bit. My brain was just like, yeah. is it a yogurt? Yeah, he said chewy, didn't he? I think chew it, said, yeah. yeah. Like the ones you have to chew on a bit. And yeah. he started going, yeah, you know, the Wimby Wombies and the Dubarians and the Swibbly Wobs. I was like, yeah, Swibbly Wobs. I love that brand. No clue what he said. There was just oh, names I was I've just watching. I was watching <laughs> as you were talking to him. And I was like, he doesn't know what the fuck Not he's talking about. Yeah. I faked it like yeah, I was going to make it. Yeah, you nailed that. Yeah, you nailed it. And I was like, I almost believe that he knows what he's on about. I just yeah. peeped in every gun going, oh, it's got some heat in it, that one, hasn't it? As a pure guess, he'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. They've all got heat, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Whiskey. It's fucking 80% have got heat in them compared to, yeah, so you're going to be right. Yeah. If right, then. Shall we, yeah, uh, so shall we show unveil off? This is your choice, This wasn't is my it? choice. This is a whiskey for this week. So. Ooh, I don't even know who makes this because it says on the front of it. Now, to be fair, if you're not on Spotify video right now, open the video. And just take a look at this because I don't understand how this bottle looks like a blinking decanter. 
It's a Doesn't proper, heavy-duty, thick glass Big, bottle. thick glass base on it that's all clear with the whiskey just beautifully sat on top. No label on the front, literally etched onto the glass. It says Small Batch 1792. I wonder if Small Batch is the brand. Well, that's what I thought, but I thought Small Batches were literally a thing. Well, they are a thing, we know that. I think Small Batch is the brand. But on top, unlike any other bottle we've had before, there is a golden lid, which then I'm assuming that comes off and there's a cork... Or maybe separately that's underneath. Attached to the cork? If that's attached to the cork, that's dope. Yeah. But it literally, I, you would pay, if that was clear with no labels on it, you would pay for that as a decanter. Should I show the camera a close up? Can we do that? Uh, I think you can see it from there. You can go if you want to and have a wonder. I'll keep trying. Uh, no, it's all right. No, don't just no. yeah, stay comfy. I'm saying that. So we've got, there, we're going to try this small batch whiskey. So this is, let's have a read on the back. Because it tells us it's a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, and it is forty six point eight five percent, which is very specific. Ninety three point seven proof. What's the difference between the proof and the thingy? I don't know. Don't know. We should it, really know that. Any whiskey experts, or just rum or whiskey, or just spirit experts. Yeah. Just drop us a message. I, I, I like. We've both said we need. We need. We an, could Google We it, need an expert. Yeah, we, don't we want need to. an expert on. Yeah, we do. We would do. And um, yeah, if somebody's somebody's very knowledgeable about spirits in general, preferably more specifically like rums and whiskeys. Yeah. Um, drop drop Lex a message or drop me a message, and um, yeah, if you're in, you know, if you're willing to travel or if you're in the area, we definitely get you on because we need to be more educated. Yeah, we do. And obviously, you guys do too. And we can help you get some. Yeah, and you guys at home can can have a dibble as well. I know some of you are still purchasing everything we buy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all going to need bigger liquor, cab- liquor cabinets at this stage. <laughs> but yeah, so this is a small batch. Now we did read online that they are they don't produce all the time, and they do literally only do small batches, which yeah. makes them quite sought after. So it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Swiss whiskey tends to retail in about fifty odd pounds, mm-hmm. depending on which one you're going for. Yeah, it can go up that. depending on you know how much is available. But it's called small. Batch. It says on the back, named in honor of the year. Kentucky joined the United States, 1792. Small batch bourbon is made from a marriage of a few select barrels carefully chosen by our master distiller. I'm going to switch now to what I should have been speaking in the whole time. This refined bourbon elevates Kentucky distilling to exceptional new heights, celebrated by whiskey connoisseurs worldwide. The uh, What's that word? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say subtitles, it's subtleties. <laughs> The subtitles of nine, <laughs> the subtleties of 1792 make it incomparably brash and bold, yet smooth and balanced. It's it's black. It's also white. Yeah, it tells you nothing about that. Completely contradictory. We read themselves. it up, and it is it. We read that it was spice, mm. spicy, with a lean towards a rye flavor. Yeah. A more a rye batch flavour. So this one should be quite spicy and hot, mm. is what we deciphered. It's if got then, some heat in it. It's got some heat, yeah. It's got some heat in it. <laughs> it's got, it's got some heat in <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. And got... again, we're right. <laughs> but apparently, it, they're made, obviously, they're made with corn, barley, and malt, something? And, and rye. Oh, that's it. Col- is it malt think... barley, is it? I don't anyway, anyways, corn, barley, and rye. And so corn, if it's a heavier in the corn, it tends to be a little less... Spicy and hot tends to be a bit bit, bit easier yeah. on the old palate. Then you've got the barley, which mixes well middle of the road. And then you go, if you go deeper into the right, it gets a little bit heatier. So I think this one's going to be a sipper and we're definitely starting with the ice cube. Do you want to open it up? Because I don't trust myself bashing all the um, stuff on my robo arm. Because this bit's, look how sticky offy that joint is. 
So my robe arm, basically, just to let you guys know, I've got this brace on, and they call it a, um, I think it's a, a range-limiting elbow brace. Um, so it's kind of, it has this big ratchet on the on the join at the elbow, where it allows just only a certain few de degrees of movement. So I have 100 degrees of movement. So if you go down from your shoulder, I can go down 100 degrees from my shoulder, and then it locks to stop my arm overextending and stressing where that, new, you know, the tendon has been reattached. But I'm a weird shape. I obviously have quite, what's the word? Um, what do they say? It's, Peaky bicep? Yeah, no. What are they saying in bodybuilding when they've got like... Um, Big muscle belly, bellies. Muscle bellies. Yeah. So my muscle bellies are really weird. They're kind of, I have the, the joints, like my wrist and elbow, actual joint itself, the bone is that of a 12-year-old Asian girl. But then the muscle bellies come right off the joints mm. quite high. And yeah. then they're high set. Full. So they go from full to thin yeah. really quick. So it's not a normal shape. And there's, the braces catching me in really weird areas. So I might be getting a different brace, but at the moment I'm just happy to be out of the cast. Yeah. You've and actually got some movement. I you can, can eat, you can do your hair. A, I can lift a have a wank. Lift yeah. Lift a brew to my mouth, put it down, have a wank, go brush my teeth, and then brush my own hair and tie it up. <laughs> I might all, just do all, all of that. Yeah, all as soon as you're out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take you like oh, six six and a half minutes? <laughs> for the for lot. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've stuck doing my hair for six of them. I'm telling you, you put a little motor on this thing and it just get it going like that. Yeah. You just like, so yeah, think yeah. of the energy you'd save. Think of that. You could you could put solar little solar things panel. on it, and it, obviously the motor you can turn on and off, and then yeah. solar panel through the day. You know, you're out doing all your stuff. Yeah. Get you home. Don't accidentally turn it on, and you're you get, just like, oh, I can't stop it. No, no, you get home. You've had a good day. You've been working hard. Yeah. Reward yourself. Yeah. Turn on the little battery pack. Yeah. Nice little. It's like there's a stranger doing it. Yeah, exactly. That's not yeah, even better. Yeah. And as well, if you were like a bartender, when Bar you're shaking your cocktails, shaking, yeah. he'd be able to outshake everyone. Yeah, there we go. You could be talking, yeah. just turn it on, and then just talk and not even pay attention. Just be shaking away yeah. next to you. <laughs> you could go. have different speeds. Yeah. <laughs> if this hasn't this been invented. the whole world. Right, shall I? Let's yeah, see, right. Stop being a bunch does, of fucking Does it have a, a cheeky pop? Do you know what? I think that's attached to the cork, that huge well, cold lid. It might be as well. Right, here we go. Cheeky pop. Oh. Oh, that's stumpy. stumpy. That is just a big ass head on the top of the cork. Big cold head. I like that. It's a lovely bottle. Oh yeah, sniff test. What's it like? It's like a Beyblade. Look at that. Let it rip. If you had two of those, you could have a. Have a... Look at that. That's sick. So it comes with the Beyblade. It's quite cool. Oh, that smells nice. Mm, it does. That smells really nice. That is that is that is what a bourbon smells like that, mm. that I like. Yeah. Oh yes. But we oh, all that's know. Me feel warm inside. We all know though. It doesn't smell in the glass how it smells in the bottle. No, that's true. How's that going to change? Cork. I was sniffing. Let's sniff the bottle. Oh god, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Get it in the glass. <laughs> that's not an irritating noise, though. It's literally a Beyblade. <laughs> or you know, air hockey. Oh yeah. You could definitely air hockey that. Bar that's games. Nice. Ooh, a glug and a pour. So it's a pourer. Robo, Again, robo. I think go, it's going to depend which go, go. orientation of the, the hand. Oh. Hello, you beautiful golden elixir. Oh, I accidentally poured more. Oh, well. <laughs> Oops, a daisy. Oops, Too much. Daisy. So we'll give that a second. I don't think that's going to be as hot as we expect. No, I don't he think so either. He says before he blows his head off. And also, we've got some... Oh, we've got some cigars. We've got some cigars. Not you, the Davidoffs today. You picked these, didn't you? Yeah, so these are some um, 
What are they? Habanos, Monte Cristos. See, Monte Cristos, I've heard good reviews for. Yeah. So, I can't remember how much they were. They were maybe like about eight pounds. Yeah, I think you remember, I remember you saying something that. like that. Where's um, the Silver Gremlin? Uh, right, little mate, you go on there. There you go. There we go. Little perch. And um, <clears throat> the reason I picked these up is before Lexi's present turned up, I was unsure if we were going to have a smoke, so I was like, oh, I'll grab these anyway. Yeah. Um, so, not the not the usual Davidoffs, but we'll give them a try. Right. Oh, they're big. They're long. That's what she said. Mm. It's long and thin. Mm, it's like a sniff test. Now, that smells like hay bales to me. Yeah. Which is what they do smell like, because that's what they are. They're that What earthy. we need to do, we need to make sure that we've, Ooh, we've had a... Uh, had a couple of swigs of this. Oh yeah, beforehand. drink the whiskey first. That's then, a little tip. Yeah, we forgot to say it last week. Yeah, if you have your it always cigar changes before, then sip some whiskey, then have your cigar. No, sip your whiskey. Yeah. Then have a cigar. Then sip your whiskey again. Your whiskey will taste different. Then yeah. have your cigar. And your cigar will taste different. Yeah. It's the whole. That's the whole game, though, isn't it? This is why we do it. The singular thing doesn't. It's not. It's, it's not a singularity. It will change. If you had that whiskey with a steak, which we did. Yeah. You eat the steak, then have a whiskey, then mm. eat the steak again. Different flavor. The thing is, like all this stuff, like mixing, matching the smokes and the the the, uh, the whiskey. Like, if I heard myself saying this before I did it, I'd be like, "Sure, what a load of fucking bollocks." Yeah, Something. but it's true. It is actually like it's really surprising, and I, I don't know whether that's something that obviously our tastes have developed and like we've become a little bit we've more definitely got intuitive better. with it over time, but also like. I suppose just as we've become more educated, we're pay- we're paying more attention to it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe but both, both. Yeah, should we? But I had some of that lambs the other day, just poured into a glass because yeah. I thought I need some whiskey in a glass for when it was my birthday, and I did that just a, a real post yeah. about it switching over, and I needed whiskey in a glass. I poured some of the lambs in, and it's like yeah, that's cool. Then I tried to drink it afterwards. Yeah, couldn't do it. Really? Too sweet. Yeah. Should we have a sip of this? Are we should in? We go, yeah, should in? we go in? Right, I don't think we need to cool it too much. Okay. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Happy Monday, folks. Wow. Mm. That is delicious. Quite smooth. That Ooh, jumps. The heat comes. Oh, wow. That's delay right now. Yeah. Heat yeah, coming yeah. up through the back, over the top of the mouth, to the front of the tongue. Got so excited about the whiskey, the uh, can blacked out. I missed the timer. It's been half an hour already. How is that? How crazy is that? Anyway. Uh, we'll get back. You can notice our whiskeys are a little lower because we didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, sorry, everyone. But wow, what a lovely, beautiful thing. That is a small batch, 1792. Honestly, worth 50 quid. It's like a Gentleman Jack, but more sophisticated. You get the spice on the front of the tongue, sweetness over the middle. And then once you swallow it, there's like a... When you first have it, it was a good two, three second delay. Yeah. Then the heat comes up from your chest, up back up into the mouth and over the roof in the top. It's just mm, really it's, impressive. Yeah, it's very interesting flavor there's a lot going on with that one and i think they did say that then was there's, there's yeah. a, a it's a bit more of a complex whiskey that would be good and with this good steak yes oh. the fact i'm really proud of the fact that we can identify stuff like this now yeah because we weren't at the beginning when we started no not we, at were, all. We, we were like oh the sweet at the better yeah yeah. yeah and that yeah but i can't i can't even drink that lamb stuff in that anymore mm. that i think is going up on my list that's up with Buffalo Trace for me. Really? Yeah. Nice. I really like that. That's really, really nice. That is one I'll sip and drink on my own. We definitely need like a rum or a whiskey expert coming on. Yeah, come on. Or maybe, maybe even, because obviously it's, they're so different. Maybe there's a, a, a whiskey expert, a rum expert. Mm. Let us know if you'd like that. Yeah. 
Um, let's have a look at these uh, Cubanians. Also, what we're on about today. I've had some questions about, um, you know, training stuff. We should probably cover some of that yeah. at some points, considering <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, I do want to discuss one thing today, the, this week that happened to me. So, obviously, you all know by now that I've had my arm in a cast for X amount of time. Prior to the arm going into a cast, um, I probably... I'd had two weeks of it being damaged before I had the operation <coughs> and then two weeks in the cast to now. So I've had a month, pretty much bang on a month from when I damaged it mm. of no training. Prior to that, I'd only had maybe 10 days training back after we had two weeks off from that stupid flu that we yeah. got in London. Yeah. So essentially I've had six weeks away from the gym with a 10 day high stress period of kind of getting a lot of training in, but also having to do a lot of stuff for work. Yeah. So it was, I think that's probably one of the part and parcels of the reason it happened is I was overworked and under recovered yes. and also cold when yeah. I hit the shot. That was the main thing. I was cold. I think I would have got a, a strain or a partial tear yeah. if I had warmed up properly, but I hadn't because I was coaching. So I was just going in and just showing people bits. Um, and so because I didn't want to, I didn't, I could have, I can't drive. I couldn't drive with the cast on. So I could have done some stuff at home, but I, was, I didn't want to affect the wound from the surgery. Yeah. We've got, you've seen the scar today, didn't you? Yeah. It's gnarly, isn't it? Yeah. It's big. It's a hefty scar. When I saw that wound today, let's talk about that for a bit, yeah. It was a realisation as to what my limb has gone through. Because mm-hmm. I'd not seen any of that because I came out of surgery With in a cast. cast. Yeah. Yeah. Did I? No, I didn't. Did I? Yes, I did. I came out with that stupid, huge white cast on, mm. didn't I? It was like a weird elbow cast with yeah. a load of bandaging and then had the actual cast put on a few days later because that was uncomfortable. Yeah, so I did. I came out with it all covered and it only my first viewing of it was today when I showed you. But when they actually opened up, as much as I was being kind of comedic about it and going, oh, I want to see a good scar, a nice scar, when I actually saw it, it landed yeah. as to the damage I'd actually done. Yeah, yeah. and the, the significance uh-huh. of the surgery. Yeah, I, I shut up for a moment Yeah, when I, and just looked at it. Yeah, like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is real. Yeah, this is real and I do not want to go through this again mm. because in my head I was like, get this fucking thing off me, let me get going. And then I saw it and I was like, mm, okay, we need to be a little careful here. Yeah. Um, and it was a, re- a moment of realization. <clears throat> but prior to this, um, I hadn't trained as a result, obviously, because of that scar. I knew the depth of it under there. And I didn't want to get sweat, get sweaty and then cause any issues with the cast or the wound or anything like that. And also, you know, it was too painful to do it for a lot of the time. But I'd say in the last four days prior to the cast coming off, I could have started training, but um, at home, just doing some stuff. But I didn't for the sweat purpose. Yes. And the fact I didn't, I couldn't shower easily. Didn't want to get stinky, you know. It's just the whole thing. Yeah. So, but the day before getting this car stuff, I was like, right, I'm having a go. I need to do something, and I put it up on my stories, and you would have seen it. And I did. I just supersetted some left bicep, left shoulder with some. Uh, supersetted that, and then I did some chest pressing separately. And I did two exercises for each body part, five sets. When I was down doing the chest press, I had 30 seconds to Mars on. This is this is war. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that song? Yeah. Good song. Yeah. More emotional than I expected. It kicked in. I don't know. It hit the feels, dude. I was about three. I was really amped going into the set. Like, you know when you can feel goosebumps mm. before you drop into the set? And I sat there with the music hit. And I sat down with the chorus breaking in. Rolled that weight back. And then started pressing my left arm. And it was going up. And I just felt so fu- I'm getting goosebumps now. Look. 
I felt so good just being allowed to lift that weight again, to be able to move, to be active. I started fucking crying mid set, like not didn't blubber, like didn't go and stop. I just mean tears started. Oh God, I was just left. fucking singing with the music, and tears were just started rolling out my eyes. I wasn't even aware it was happening until yeah. I felt them, yeah. and it was just emotions manifesting as a physical mm. thing, and it was in a tear, and it was just pouring out. My, I put it on my stories. Um, a lot of you will have seen it. Um, and then I get up with it and set and laugh. Like, I'm not upset. They were happy yeah. tears. But Jesus, dude, I didn't realize how much training is an emotional, I don't want to say crutch, that's wrong, an emotional booster, yeah. an emotional support. Yeah. Huge. I felt a fucking million dollars after that, after that session. I bounced around the house, felt good. I got pumped. Yeah. And I still look good. Yeah. I was like, yes. Yes. Fucking great. And now, and now, I've got the bracy army thing on. Listen, I'm tootling to that gym. Mm. And I'm getting in from, I'm going to go tomorrow. Getting some shit done. Yeah. And then once I'm comfortable, you know, with the travel, I'll get over to yours. Yeah. Get some legs smashing. I was going to say, I just get like, it's just it's a very it's, wiggly road to yours. I was going to say, yeah, it's a long drive, a longer drive, wiggly road. And we'll also like, you know, are you going to get the most out of it? I know obviously we've got some kit that's going to really help. Yeah. For the leg day, you're belted squat yeah it's gonna be the tits because zero arm involvement full load i can easily put it on with this arm um and the plate loading is low and easy so i can just do single arm yeah. i don't have to lift it up and raise it it's just drop on and, and i can get a full squat motion in on that machine <laughs> see he's watched me do it in the ashtray <laughs> i wasn't watching you didn't learn <laughs> You did it last week. I'm allowed to do it this week. <laughs> so shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This is where I inhale <laughs> some uh, this, yeah. tobacco. This is where you do the thing where you try you inhale it wrongly and then try not to cry. And you, just, you can see it in each other's eyes. You took that in, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 did. <laughs> Cigars we are still absolute babies at. We've no clue what we're doing. Yeah. Anthony's uh, helping us out a lot. He's teaching us the ways. He Did you see he left a comment on the last one? Because we, yeah. we didn't know which one it was. I can't remember what he said it was now. Um, it was a Churchill... It was one of the smaller Churchill ones. Something. It was a T, doesn't it? <clears throat> I, anyway, I can't remember what he said. I'll, I'll the emotional side of things for me on that set just showed to me how much training can be a huge improvement. So if you do not train, you're listening to us, which is awesome. I don't know how you found us, but well done you. Um, understand that that training that you do does more for your positive emotional vibe than than you can ever know until it's gone because i thought i was okay until i started doing that lifting again and then realized how much i missed it yeah but i just adapted to be to understanding i couldn't mm. but i told you don't get me wrong i've got a positive upbeat attitude about a lot of things but a lot of the days i was very down about this there were days where i was seriously down i didn't get out of bed one day until one o'clock yeah. in the afternoon because i just thought why yeah, what's the point? Can't do what's anything. What's the point? I had work to do, but I couldn't do it because I couldn't hold a camera. I couldn't set things up. Everything was a chore. I couldn't get dressed hurt. Mm. Like, there was, and I just, I, there were days where I gave up. But I'm very aware when I do that. <clears throat> and sometimes I think I need it. Yeah. You're just taking it as a day to chill. No, I need it to realize how pathetic it is to oh, do well, that. Because then I feel so shit by the end of that day <laughs> yeah. that I'm like, you are not fucking doing that again. Yeah. And yeah, I still got up late every day because. Um, you know, I was struggling to just get to sleep because mm -hmm. I had to lie in this weird pillow fort that I had to build every night. It just, you know, it just, you know, when you're aware that you're in discomfort. Yeah. And you just 
and I just built the mechanism of not being able to get to sleep easily yeah. again because so I ended up staying up late as a result knowing that that was coming and I was waiting until I was dropping yeah. on the sofa before I go to bed so I just fall straight asleep yeah um, so that's a bad habit we have to break right now right fucking now and start getting up about half seven again which to some people is still late mm. kudos to you people but I've never been a morning human being mm. I'm like the one eye open like sun through the curtains makes me go yeah <laughs> It's just I'm, I can, but but I'll challenge you to stay up till four in the morning every day for a week, and I'll do it no bother. Yeah. See, I'm so like I'm weirdly in between. So I naturally am a late night person. I always, when I was growing up, was always up till early hours of the morning. And yeah. if I don't have shit to do, which is practically never, I'm I will just transition back into like you know. Staying up till two, three, four o'clock like in the morning. Instantly. Yeah, within a couple That's of days, it. it creeps back and then I'm, I'm back there. See, now how do you get back into getting up early again? Because I do the same. I'll get up early. Like, like I was getting up at one point, like half six, seven every day. No mm. problem. It took me two night, one night, really, of going back to bed late and yeah. the whole thing screwed. And it's like I have to work so hard to get to bed at the right time to get up early. You have to, like I found, you just have to have a day or two where you're fucked. Well, that's it. And, and you've got to bite the bullet but, and just get up, no matter when what. I, when I'm fucked, tired fucked, I'm literally a zombie. I'm useless. Yeah. Useless to anyone and everything. I, I don't, I think I, my other job that I used to do, I was working in that kind of state a lot because of doing 100-hour weeks and traveling so much in early hours, late hours, what, like everything was just all over the shop. Yeah. So I think I maybe, I actually functioned maybe slightly better than most would on very little sleep but oh yeah it's weird like i hate getting up first thing in the morning but i still just can do it all right i've just got habits but i'm never fresh i'm not one of those people that wakes up in the yes, morning so you don't even develop that even after time of drilling I did, it of i did that for over 10 early. years of waking up at probably i'd say half five was the latest i'd get up yeah and still that's crazy shit Half five. Yeah, dude. There's times I've gone to bed at that time. Yeah, yeah, the same. So the times where I just for no good reason, for no good reason either. I once stayed up until about three in the morning to finish watching a Liverpudlian gangster movie. But to this day, is still one of the worst films I've ever seen. But I had to see it to the end. But I didn't have to see it to the end. I didn't have to see it to the end. It was me just, and this is my problem: walking away from something. Is the problem if I'm watching something like a movie or anything like that? Too far away, is that yeah, there you go. You good? You done? Yeah, you're in. Nice. I think I judge the depth better than before. I always struggle yeah. with that. I think you're the reason we have no gas left in the lighter by the yeah, end. Yeah, right? sorry, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, um, if you do want to have a little dabble with the cigars and stuff. We're obviously going to try and hook you up with some of the Davidoff offers. Um, we'll work on that one over the uh, coming weeks. But make sure that you get a clean butane. Where's that one I've got? Can you read what that says from here? I can't bloody read it. You need to make, just do a quick review. Have a look at the cleanest butane you can buy in Britain. Um, you won't use a lot of it, but you need to do it because otherwise you will uh, taint the taste of your cigars and it'll taste like bad, like carbons mm -hmm. from the fuel. What do you think uh, of these? They're nice, smooth. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's actually, I think I prefer it to last week's. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And the reason being, it's less peppery. Yeah. So it's just, that, that. the reason I prefer it is because my palate... Comes this is a bit isn't, flakier though, have you noticed? This is not as good quality. No, you can tell it's in the cheaper packing. than yeah. the... Uh, than the. But for my palate, this, I could... Like on the other one, when we got to the end, I was done. Yeah. 
Whereas with this, I feel like I'll take it through to the actual finish. Right. Yeah. It was so I added look what it was, and it was the Churchill Petite Corona was the one yeah. that we had last. That's time. how much of a bitch I am with cigars at the moment still, because that's it was nice that cigar. It was too much for me though mm. in the pepperiness, because obviously as you get down the cigar as well, they tend to get a little bit more flavoursome, a little bit hot, a little bit more peppery, and so by the time it's end, it was just a little bit overwhelming for my. Try uh, the whiskey now. Be different. Mm. I don't know how to describe. It's like kind of woody. It's like I don't know how to describe what that what that taste is, but it's definitely different. Hmm. Wow, it's like the spice that was on the front of the tongue is now pickering up more of that, that spiciness through to the center of my uh, tongue and mouth, whereas before it was all at the front end. Now, do you know what it's done? It's blended everything together. Mm. That's really weird. Well, that'd be the smokiness, I suppose. It's bringing that kind of, that little oakiness that's probably in there from the barrel through a little yeah. bit more. That's delicious. That is all delicious. That is a very, very, very nice whiskey. I really like that. Yeah. Small batch, 1792. Lex recommended. That's in my, I don't know if that beats gentleman, you know, for me, for an every, like a go-to easy. <clears throat> and Buffalo Trace, that's on a par of Buffalo Trace. Buffalo yeah. Trace is my favourite. Do we, I like, I feel like at some point or another, we need to do like a, a proper final, like definitive Top fives. Yeah. Like a definitive of like the year, what we've, what we've, what we've yeah. decided are our favorites. There's a good one. And if you're in the, in the commenting notion, uh, what are your top fives? Yeah. Only top three. Let's limit Top it. three. Yeah. Top threes that you have of your whiskeys and top three rums. Yeah. Do do one of each and let us know. Because there might be some in your top threes that we haven't tried. Yeah. We can go get them. I know. Um, we do need a little bit of inspiration when we go into stores. Otherwise, we kind of meander. Yes. Yeah, we were there for quite a while. <laughs> dude, we? Yeah, dude thought we were setting up camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know um, Brett always has got like a good selection on there. He re recommended that, um, is it Neptune's rum? Not a clue, mate. I think you, it was you, you could say Bibbly Bob's. Bibbly Bob's Bibbly rum. Bibbly Bob's rum. Yep. Yeah. Bibbly yeah. Small Bob. batch Bibbly Bob. Yep. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, well, let us know anyway. What was our main thing today? Um, I wanted, well, obviously I wanted to talk to you about that whole emotional thing with the training that I found, which I thought is just incredible. I really, it made me just, I was surprised by it. The hilarious thing was as if it, it happened to me, yet I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know it was happening. You know, you're aware, like if you're going to cry in a movie, you're like, I'm going to cry in a minute. This is really sad. Yeah. I did not know tears were going to come out of my eyes whilst I was lifting me to because I felt great. I just felt happy as fuck. Yeah. And I was just, but I, I could feel emotion building up in me. Yeah. But it wasn't sad. It wasn't happy. It was just raw emotion. But you know, I've you ever watch? I remember there was a dude, Alexander Houston. He was a UFC fighter. He came in. And he blasted people for like five fights, just knocking fuckers out like heavy. Yeah. Then somebody decided to take him down, and we all found out he had no ground game whatsoever and got just mauled. But prior to getting mauled, if you do Alexander Houston and then the they... black guy yes. short, shaved head, like quite a, cool, a lot of cool Cut, cuts. Yeah, and shirt, really, yeah, good, really shape. good shape. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. It looked like computer sprite, like yeah. computer generated. Yeah. Just do uh, Alexander Houston MMA highlights. Savage. I'm sure he did something with like Savage. fight science. Yes, well, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. And they told him to get emotionally charged and hit this motherfucking doll as hard as you can we want you to just derive the just get that anger from deep deep down and drive it they wanted him to hit this thing like a freight train because mm. they were trying to generate as much power from him as possible and this 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 doll that he was hitting was full of gel and everything it was to show 
the ability of his one punch, how much damage it could do to a human face. Yeah. And and um, he started, he was getting, you could see him thinking and building and building and building. And then tears started just coming out of his eyes. Yeah. But his expression didn't change. Yeah. He looked like he was about to murder a motherfucker yeah. with tears on his face. And then he just went, and smashed this dummy. And I think he like fractured every fucking bone <laughs> yeah, in that face. Like, turned his fucking all, head into dust. Every, yeah, the whole thing just imploded. Yeah. Like, and that was, it reminded me of that, like just a raw emotion. Like it comes out as a tear. It's like our body doesn't know what to do Too with much. this feeling. So it's like, tell you what, we'll cry we're gonna, for a bit. We're going to leak. <laughs> yeah, we'll just leak some shit out. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it does. We need to get rid of something. So yeah. we, can't, we, can't, we can't risk any of the other orifices. So we're going out of this one. <laughs> Luckily, it was, it was the eyes. Yeah. Imagine just peeing yourself if that was the reaction. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> in the middle oh. of the gym, ready to go. Yeah. And you just wet yourself. <laughs> But yeah, so to, to think of it that way, the, what it did was it was inspiring. It was like my body was telling me, motherfucker, you need this shit. Look how much of a release this is for you. Look how good this is. And that's what it is. This is a training. You need to understand, whenever you're sat and not wanting to go to training, it's like not going to therapy. Mm. Your gym is free motherfucking therapy. Walking outside in nature is free motherfucking therapy. And it's all healing. Until you do what I did and break something. But ignore that fact. If you don't break yourself, it's healing. Emotionally, mentally, you will be a better human being. So if you've been a lazy motherfucker last week, yeah. this week you fucking get in there and you crush it. I'm looking at you. You We're fucking watching. get We're in that you. gym. I don't give a fuck if you just go in there and run on a treadmill, but you fucking get in there and you give it your fucking everything. Get in there. Let everything go. And go and train. Just let it fucking go. And when you get in the gym, stay off your fucking phone. Even I, t tell mother motherfuckers this. I swear to God, it makes me angry. I look around the gym and I'm like, am I the only motherfucker with my head up in the air? I think a lot of people now though they're using apps for workouts. No, I've watched because I do that. I get mad at somebody looking at them and I think, no, maybe they're tracking. Yeah. And then I see them swipe. Yeah. And it's Instagram. Yeah. Or it's. Snapchat and I'm like mm. and then I take it out on the set I watched two guys train together and I just took a photo of it because I was going to cover their heads with like a stupid face and then write something but I thought no it's a breach of privacy I watched two guys who were training together but couldn't have been training together less Yeah, they paid no attention to one another while they were on the sets their sets were pathetic and half-assed and literally before their feet had hit the ground after getting off a machine their hand was in their pocket pulling the phone out. And neither one of those motherfuckers pulled each other up on it because they both just did it. Yeah. And they're the motherfuckers that will look at guys who look good and they'll nudge each other in the elbow and go, roids, bro, mm. roids. No, fuck you guys. Yeah. Effort, motherfuckers. Yeah. You bitches go to the gym and that's all you do. Yeah. Walk through the doors. You don't do shit when you're in there. And I watch these motherfuckers do the, the hot because they kept... They were in the same place as me every time I went. I tried to move around the gym and they just ended up because I was getting mad. Mm. And I moved around the gym and they just appeared in the same shit. Same shit. Even training biceps, which is a the bitch boy workout. Every motherfucker can get into biceps. Yeah. Not these two. I can't get into biceps. Zero energy. Zero focus on the workout. More focus on the phone in between sets. Mm. They couldn't have been on their phone fast. You I couldn't lift my fucking phone after a bicep set. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're having to like help me off the machine. Yeah. Fuck those guys and their fucking nudging steroids, bro. Fuck you too. 
And if you're that type of person, you can't call out anybody else because they look good because they got abs or they look decent. And your immediate, your immediate fucking thing is steroids instead of looking at how they train. Yeah. Fuck you too. And I mean that with every sincerity. And I hope that you think, yeah, fuck me too. Yeah, I've been that motherfucker and I'm not going to be it anymore. Yeah. I look at guys in the gym. I don't give a shit if they are juiced to the fucking gills. Liver King, Instagram. Have you seen this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juice to the fucking gills. And we're not talking juice. We're talking he, more than juice. He says he's natural. Bull, f- are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, he Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck you. Fuck you, Liver King. You yeah. lying motherfucker. Yeah, he's... Listen, he's, I love what you do. I love your approach. I love your energy. I love your dedication. Mm, I'm sure he claims But natural. if you've claimed natural, fuck you. Mm, I'm sure, because uh, Derek, more pipes, more dates. He's talked, did a video about him. Be- the thing that gets me is, listen, I understand what you're promoting is kind of okay with me because you're promoting being aware of what you're eating, where it's coming from, where it's derived, growing things yourself. And I, I think the ancestral side of it is a cool idea. Doing the doing the hunts where you fail. So training and then not being able to eat. Yeah. I think that's cool, you know, is it within our evolutionary structure? Yeah. And I think that's very clever that he does that. But I saw him literally put in a post the other day because if you go to the comments and have a look, somebody said something about the um, sacrifice bowl. He does this sacrifice bowl where there's a bowl that would have carbs in it and it has nothing in it because he hasn't earned it. Yeah. I was like, that's a cool idea. I like that. Yeah. Like, you've got a bowl there, it's empty because you didn't earn it. Next time, fill it up. Yeah. Earn that shit. Yeah, fair play, I like that. But then he said, if I'm looking a little bit soft, not as shredded, I will implement the sacrifice bowl more. Mm. And uh, within a week... You know, each week I'll lose one or two pounds of pure fat. And he literally wrote that. And I went, oh, bam. You have no scientific basis for what you do whatsoever yeah. and no clue how the body works. You can, people, can I just tell you this now? You cannot lose one to two pounds of pure lean, pure fat in a week. Mm. It's absolute shit. That is absolute bull. Unless you are you, fucking say, you geared up. You, no, I think you could as well if you're very heavy. If you've very, if you've got a lot okay, of excess, let's body take fat away the extreme. Is if you, yeah, if you're not obese, yeah, and you're as lean as he is. You know when I was one two pounds as lean as he has, he is. You're talking competition level dieting with a bodybuilder juiced up to the nines, taking diet, taking every fat burning dark side supplement there is. He is not losing two pounds. No, once shredded, he like or, like yeah, already shredded, yeah. already shredded. He's not losing one or two pounds a week of fat. That's such ass. Do- just on that comment of uh, obese, out, man. When, I don't know if I mentioned it at the time, like in May or June, when I was at like 95 kilos, according to BMI, I was obese. Yeah, you told me that. You don't think you mentioned it on here. Yeah. So like if you go back to maybe kind of episode like late teens, twen- like episode 20-ish, somewhere around that point, like look at me there and like, and I'm clinically obese at that point. Tell me if I'm obese. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Like, because you, yeah, it's ridiculous. So yeah, it's it's a it, that to a certain extent. The BMI train, scales should you, be ignored. Yeah, if you train consistently for, a, and you've got a couple of years under your belt, BMI becomes extremely irrelevant. Yeah, BMI um, also is bullshit because if you look at the BMI from around about two thousand and about two thousand probably, the BMI scale for average male waist size that they deemed healthy was 32. 
you go about five or six years down the line, that BMI scale for a healthy waist size has changed to 36. They just change the fucking boundaries to make people fit into a healthy scale. Yeah. What they don't do is make people change to get back into a healthy scale. Yeah. They adapt the boundaries. And that in itself is is utter bullshit. But they do that so that when people are called in for health checks or whatever the heck it is, yeah. their numbers aren't suddenly swarmed and swamped. They deem, well, well, how, how bad would they really be? How many heart attacks have we had at 34-inch waist size? Oh, not enough to warrant it. Okay, let's bump it up. Yeah. Obviously, it's more than just looking at heart attacks, but you know what I'm saying. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's BMI is bullshit. Don't you do not fuck BMI. Go off measurements, mirror, and um, you know how you want to look. Yeah, I think I think the thing that's and in, obviously weight. Sorry, I was going to say the thing yeah. that's important in terms but, of oh, like that. Yeah, well, before you go, because you're going to go there. Oh. Weight subjective. Okay, I, when I say look at your weight, I don't mean look at it and go, oh my god. <laughs> I weigh this much. Girls are really bad for this because they feel like they should be a certain weight. Listen, it doesn't matter what you weigh on the scale. It's what your measurements are and how you look and how you feel in the mirror. Yeah. Okay. If you're happy with it, that's cool. Weight is so different. You could get two people. Let, let's let's comparatively. All right. Here's a film on you and I. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, looking at you as a human, you're pretty thick. You, you look like you train. Um, I'm a bit more extreme in the way I visually appear. Yeah. Listen to this. Okay. I weigh 80 kilos. What do you weigh? Uh, 91. 90 fucking... 91. Mm, well, actually, no. Well, it was probably 90. It was 91 Who when cares? I was... Who cares? 10 fucking kilos. Bro, that's 22 pounds. That's a toddler. Yeah, and if you look at that, especially because we're only seeing our upper body here. Yeah. You look bigger than me, by Because your legs are... I've got big legs, yeah. Yeah, a lot of weight in there. But still, so if you were to look at us two together, you would assume we're either the same weight or possibly I'm slightly heavier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 10 kilos lighter than him mm-hmm. perspective so <laughs> you've got, you've got if i was to look on the scale him. i'd be like oh my god i'm too light you know i could be the opposite end yeah. rather than mean oh my god i'm too heavy you know yeah. if i was to look at the scale i could look at myself and go oh you're a fucking pussy because i'm not your you're 90 what the fuck mm. you know I- so weight is subjective to how you're looking like you weigh what you fucking weigh if you look good you weigh what you yeah, weigh. You look good, yeah. And then the only thing that matters with weight is that you're taking averages for the week, not day to day. Fuck day to day. You take day to day, but you don't recognize it. Yeah. You just log it and you move the fuck on. Yeah. Don't, if, you, if you don't know how to take the average, just literally, so over like a week's average, weigh yourself every single day. That's seven measurements. And then divide that by seven. And, add them all up first. Uh, yeah, sorry. Add them all up. Then add divide each day it by together. Seven. So you'll have a, a number that's, you know, hundreds of whatever. Yeah. So yeah, add them all up, then divide that by seven, and then that's your weekly average weight. Yes. And then if your weekly average weight is going up, then you're in a calorie surplus. If it's going down, you're in a deficit. If it's not moving, you're at maintenance. So you you do average against average, not day against day. Because day against day will drive you insane. Yeah. Because I can fluctuate five pounds in a day. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That would be extreme, but it's possible. Yeah. But it and doesn't mean I've gained five pounds of fat or five pounds of muscle. Especially people that are larger again, because they, they literally have more tissue. Ten pounds. They can day. fluctuate massively. Yeah. Women as well. Um, they fluctuate even more because of hormone regulation, time of the month, things like that. So their weight can fluctuate fucking hugely over just a few days. Yeah, hormonally it's a huge, huge factor. It's not as as apparent with guys, but again, it just depends on your total total body weight. Mm-hmm. One of the things I was gonna say earlier in terms of heart health. So this this realistically probably leans more to anyone who is taking gear, but like your heart doesn't know if you are twenty tw- like twenty stone. No, I don't think that leads towards people being gear. I think this is a good general thing. If you're, to know, if you're yeah. twenty stone and relatively lean, or twenty stone and relatively fat, your heart 
it's still carrying around it's, 20 stone. Yeah, it's still having to support a 20 stone body. Yep. And if, for most people, that's going to be overweight. Um, and I think that's one of the guys, well, obviously the, the, the gear side of things. Because I think most people, you can't naturally get that big that you're putting your heart in danger. Yeah, but also the gear side of things is they're actually, fact, actually they're myocardic muscle. Is that the word? Myocardic? That seems wrong. But the, the heart muscle itself is affected by the gear. It's enlarged. Yes. Um, yeah, that's yeah. an issue that in plays itself. into it a lot. But the, what we're talking about is the, the heart is still having to work to, for your body to carry around. These go out very easily, don't they? They do. Yeah. Uh, to carry around that weight regardless. And that is a fact that a lot, not a lot of people understand. And that's why you see a lot of these bodybuilders who are around 300 odd pounds dropping from heart attacks and things like that because their heart is under a lot of stress carrying that weight around. And it actually, I would prefer my bodybuilders to weigh less and look better. I prefer my bodybuilders to weigh less and be proportional. I prefer my bodybuilders to weigh less and be, you know, shredded in a good-looking way rather yeah. than looking drawn and fucked. Yeah. And I think there's something that needs to change about that sport in regard to that because their judging is always leaning towards that larger physique. What's what's the... Even in fucking... Look at Ryan Terry's category. Yeah. Those motherfuckers are huge. Yeah, some of them, And that's... What are they wearing? Board shorts? What's that called? physique is yeah, it that, still called physique men's physique isn't it yeah. is it still because yeah. they keep changing it yeah I think it's men's physique and like Ryan Terry like some of those boys in the physique can't can't compete in the 220 category no that's ridiculous okay like Ryan Terry stood next to us obviously he's bigger and more jacked than us and but like he's he, very beautiful but he he's not built. he's not huge though is he but he's, he's just thick. perfectly he's dense yeah like every like millimeter of his body is trained. Just, yeah, he's like yeah. well trained. He's yes. very he's his. I don't know how to explain that. He's very muscularly efficient. Yes. There's like yeah. no yeah. no yeah. room for any wasted he's, muscle. He's subtly jacked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like in absolutely incredible shape. And personally, I think he's got probably one of the best physiques in terms of like who would I want to look like. Mm-hmm. Like but he I, has I, a really really. I want to look like Bumstead, and that's no offense to him, but he's just like too big, too. Oh really? Yeah, like I think huh. he. He's. That's sad. I didn't know you'd say that. I, like, I, I think he looks amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's not uh, that. Yeah, but like I world, personally right? wouldn't want to be Chris Bumstead size, like because then with everything there's a there's a trade off with size that becomes issues with lack of mobility and. You know what's a crazy thing? I train with Chris. Yeah. You know his biceps yeah. are ridiculously hard all the time. He said to me, he said, "Yeah, my biceps. Is, they, they, they said they're solid. They're just." all the time in terms of their mobility. And he said, look, feel these now. I flexed them. I was like, he's like, yeah. And he said, okay. And then he just extended his arm out like this, straight, yeah. and went, feel them again. Rocks. Yeah. Absolute rocks. He was like, yeah, I don't know why. He said, but it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Mm-hmm. He's very intelligent, though, with the way he does things. Yeah. He's very, he's very, we're not going to discuss that side of it. Yeah. But with it, with that side of it, he is very smart. Yeah. Minimal. You know, and his well, his whole goal is just training development. I remember seeing very early good. pictures, very, very good. early pictures of him in. I think he was in like co- in college or whatever it would have been. Oh um, yeah, he's still and he's insane. Jet. Like he obviously he's not super shredded at that point, but no. the amount of muscle mass that he's carrying yeah. at that age, yeah, at a young age as just an athlete. You know what I mean? Like not not even training specifically for bodybuilding. He was he was training in the gym, but I think that was for like. For football or something like that, um, yeah, I can't remember because he's Canadian, isn't he? Yeah, so, was it? Don't know if it was whatever it was. It'll be hockey or football on it. Yeah, and just insane. How uh, funny would it be if he was if it was for like lacrosse? 
<laughs> just this absolute beast of a lacrosse player just coming yeah. at you. Yeah. Really good looking and Jack yeah. Just like, I'm going to nail you, bro. Well, that'd be Canadian. It's like, I'm going to nail you, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he, they wouldn't. They're, they're too nice. They, they, yeah. they wouldn't even say they're going to nail you. They'd like stop just short of smashing in the face and be like, could have got you, eh? Yeah. <laughs> or just like, hope you're going to be okay. That was a close one, eh? <laughs> yeah. Hope you're going to be okay when I take you down, eh? <laughs> Imagine if that was hockey. If hockey allowed Canadians to be polite. Yeah. Well, could have got you there, eh? Ooh, hockey's that, fucking brutal. Stick was close to my face, eh? <laughs> uh, I might watch it if it was like that. Yeah. Uh, hockey's fucking brutal. It's I love the fights. I used to go to the hockey games in, Black, in Blackburn. Up north. There was uh, the Blackburn Hawks. And they used to play. They used to go. And then there was the Manchester... Oh, what were they called? Because their basketball team, the Manchester Giants... And then they had, I can't remember what the, the ice hockey team was called, but they just kicked shit out of each other. And you could go and watch these games for like a fiver. Yeah. And they were great. They, were, they Those boys put it down. Like they, they gave it their all every session. It was really good. Yeah, what a game. But that surprised me that you would say that. Yeah, I think, um, like, don't get me wrong, I'd probably like it for a the year or thing, like yeah. six, you know, six months. I think it would get... I think it would get tiresome. Can like, we just point out that Lou's not saying it as if he could be like Chris Bumstead if he wanted? Oh, yeah, of course not. Fucking He's not. just saying if he aimed to get I that could, kind of, in go in that direction of getting yeah. big and lean. Like I that could way. take every single fuck. I could have the best coach in the world. I could with put limited you on stem cells, growth all hormone. Of, yeah. I could <clears> implement <throat> Elon Musk's chip into your brain. Yeah. We could put synthol in your shoulders, implants in your pecs. Yeah. You would and, still... Not a patch on Nothing, Chris Bumstead, no. and, and I'm not delusional. And we're not saying that to be funny. We're saying that in the fact of you need to realize, okay, you look up to these people, and you can be inspired by them, and you can be driven by them, but also don't measure yourself against them. You're looking at the best of the best when you're looking at people like Chris Bumstead. That motherfucker is genetically gifted with a work ethic second to none and has developed that physique over what's probably a 15-year period. Yeah. Minimum, <clears throat> if not more, mm. I'm not t- probably twenty years. It's taken him to get the way he looks. Yeah, yeah. How old's Chris now? Do we know? I think he's like thirties. Yeah, I think he's like thirty-one or something. I don't yeah. know. I'm not certain. So let's say fifteen years, mm. fifteen, sixteen years of development, sporting, athletic background, natural ability, and then top it off as being a great guy. Do not take your girlfriend near him. You're lucky he's taken, yeah. guys. Because that boy would walk into a room and just be like, and the subtle lispy, the subtle lispy has when he talks is just endearing to yeah. every human being in the room. I really every- wanted to say something then. What? When they're talking about stealing someone's girl. Why? What? You got to say it now because I don't know what you're on about. <clears throat> it might be a bit controversial in the Gymshark world. Oh, because it's Steve Cook and the girl? Yeah. Nah. Steve's engaged now. Yeah, I know, but. That's old news, listen. I know, hey, but still. When you're in that fitness bubble, though, yeah, it's really nice when you meet somebody else in that in that same world that understands what you're doing. Yeah. Because if I think if you're on the online and being that kind of media person, it's hard for some of the people to understand that. And mm. they're kind of, it seems like a completely stress-free lifestyle when if it's the absolute opposite. Yeah. It's a constant battle yeah. every day, all day, and you never get any time off. And when you do have time off, you feel like you're wait- you should be doing something or filming it or showing it or, you know, it's never... So those two together, they work well, man. He genuinely adores her. Same with him. And they were just a good match. I think Steve... Uh, um, 
I don't, I don't know the name. I don't know her name. Sorry. I've got Chloe Madness. Courtney? Courtney, there you go. Wrong one. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right, isn't it? I don't yes, know. Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm just saying the name that she was with Steve because she said was, C. They were, they were great while Steve was good being in like this, the travel and the cities and things. But Steve likes to be where he is, which is in St. George, mm. which is out with the, you know, the hills and the nature and being out. He's not into, he, he's quite happy there. Mm. Whereas, Courtney wasn't. She wanted to be in a bustling, vibrant place, and it's an it, there was an age difference there too. Right. When when Steve was with her, she was very young, you know. Now she's in like a mid late twenties. It's a different human being, right? You know, and that happened. Steve, Steve's thirty five. Yeah, yeah, and I think so. Courtney's considerably younger. Mm. She was like Probably eight, d- nine years yeah. ago. Yeah. Fair enough. I might be a lie, but she's definitely she was younger enough to for them to be at different points in their life. Yeah, you know, and. um so it was just what it was. They were, they were good together while they were. And they were, there was, you know, I only ever saw really positive things with them. Even when they broke up. I was at a table with Steve and Chris when when they first were meeting, when we were together in LA, after he'd got together with her. And it was the first time we'd seen each other since. And I could, it couldn't have been less of an issue. Oh, really? Zero. Steve was happy where he was. Chris happy where he was, and they were both gentlemen about it. Yeah, that's fair. And enough. it's part and parcel and testament to the human beings that they really are. They are just nice human beings, and they yeah. see the big picture. Yeah, and it's it's and that's why they're why they are because they're not petty. Yeah, they're driven and decisive in where they want to go and what they want to do. And there's little things that really don't matter. They let them go. Mm. They yeah. let them go. Chris seems nice. I've I've only met him very briefly. Um, Dude, I hang he, out with him a lot with you in that. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. He, yeah, he trained at he trained at BCB a bit um, with uh, Romain. Mm. And Romain's physique's ridiculous. Oh God, he's what the fuck? He's got the waist. He, he is a he of, is a he is a, a walking talking. Talk- he's he's a walking talking living Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, Romain's <laughs> insane. insane. Yeah, uh, Romain insane. <laughs> <laughs> Train the same or. <laughs> Hello. Oh. Yeah, good guy. He's a lovely guy as well. Yeah, he was very nice. I spoke to him a little bit more than I spoke to uh, to um, Grumstead. Yeah. yeah, but um, he seemed very nice. And that lisp in person. If you're not ready for it, I wasn't ready oh, for no, it. I, I, never, I never heard heard him speak prior no, to me. Yeah, yeah, so when he came and it was, it's so like it automatically just brings any walls down that you might have around him, not yeah. yourself. This him. huge just monster of a human being. Yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't he's not gay. <laughs> it was really, he's just he's just a bump bumstead. Yeah. I love the fact that he plays on the list with his stuff as well. Yeah. Savage. Yeah. Savage. No, he's just he's just a lovely bloke, man. I sat just when we were all together, just myself, David Laid and Chris Chris went out for food quite often mm-hmm. together. And it was just such a good conversation around that table. Mm-hmm. So you've got David, who's just this ridiculously intelligent human being Yeah, next to you. Who is, he's, he's a really fun guy when he's comfortable with the people he's around. Yeah, um, He can seem quite withdrawn outside of that. But when you're with him, he's just, he's funny. You've got Chris, who's really open and, and, and humorous and, and yeah. warm to be around. Yeah. It's just a lovely, lovely time. Great yeah. experience. And you trap that by being in kind of, we were in LA and we would go off to somewhere that wasn't too bustling and yeah. do things. It was just a good experience. It was a really fun time. I know what you mean about David. When I think he's come down once or twice and and I was like, oh, I was really surprised at how like quiet and shy he was. Yeah, he's super. And like he, Oops, sorry, he uh he he turned up and he had like he parked wherever he parked and he had his hood up and he kinda like hid around 
and walked into the gym and I was like, don't worry, mate. No one's going to, like, when you're out and about, you're in Starbridge. No one's going to know who you are. <laughs> like, in yeah. the gym, they will. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was like he was just trying to be, like, really innocuous. Like he, he, doesn't, did, he doesn't he doesn't like, like any attention. Social situations, yeah, he yeah. did. And, like, he came in the middle of the day. The gym was really quiet. Noel uh, kind of made sure that that was the case anyway. He was just like, oh, like... Do you want if he doesn't need babying? I mean, I'm not saying we're not saying like no, that. No, 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 God, no. He's um, fine. He's just he's he just doesn't interact too heavily when he's around a lot of people. Yeah. But when he's around people, he knows. The problem, the thing with David is, he, if he knows you and he he, he knows you know him, he then he's comfortable yeah. and he's himself. Yeah. When he is unaware of who you are. What he needs, he's worried about how he needs to act around you, yeah. or what you expect, or what you're going to say, how you're going to be, how's he going. He starts thinking of all these things, and that's a natural um, formation of a mindset of an introvert. And a lot of people think that introverts are these withdrawn people. They, they, if they embrace trying to be withdrawn, then yeah, they can be. But if they are just comfortable around the people, when they're comfortable around who they are, they'll let themselves be free. And it's more the anxiety of the anticipation of how they're expected to be around someone that overwhelms them. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, once he gets to know you and he knows that you're just going to chat innocuously to him about whatever. The trick with David was, to make him comfortable, was to start discussing tech about cameras and shit. Oh, really? Because he's confident in that subject and he wants to talk about it. Yeah. And so... I couldn't do that because I know fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was easy because I was interested in that. I was like, teach me. He was yeah. like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, you know... But obviously, David and I got on really well as well. I went and stayed with him out in... Um, where the heck was it? Uh, Jersey... Jersey. It's called Jersey. We were, we were I don't actually, really yeah. watch any of his... He, he I follow him on Instagram, but I don't watch his like YouTube or anything like that. Yeah, I, I went to stay with him. It was a great time. Really fun. I nearly died on that stupid skateboard thing he has, but other than that, yeah, it was a great, great fun. Same with Dylan as well. Dylan's a lovely guy. Yeah, it's a good times, man. I need to get back into doing that shit. Do you reckon um, they're going to start having a bit more travel next year? I'm like going to regardless, mate. Yeah, I've decided. I yeah. need to start going out more because I'm happier when I'm doing stuff that's new and fun and I'm seeing new environments and new places and new things. Travel's so huge. Mm. So, it, I mean, it expands. It makes you realize it can do two things. It can make you appreciate where you are or it can make you driven to get somewhere yeah. and to experience other things. Either way, it's a positive. I can't see you going traveling somewhere and being a negative because every even in a negative, if you went somewhere that was shit, you'd be like, well, I appreciate home. Yeah. yeah. You know? So... But for me, next year, my main goal is to go out to, um, let me get this right. Where is it? Oh, stupid brain. Why does it do this to me? You know the charity that's run by my neighbor? I told you about this. Mm -hmm. Dude, I've got a neighbor literally across the road there. Yeah. And they run a charity that has built an entire village. Is it like Uganda or something? Uganda, like yeah. yes. Out in Uganda. They built an entire village for this, this this community. I've really wanted to do something like you that. You can come. Come with me. I've really wanted to do something. Come I've, with me. I've been thinking about that. because 800 I'm... pounds, mate. Yeah. You go for seven days. You go and stay in the town. You help them mm. build or do something that they need yeah. for seven days. And then the extra three days at the end, you go on a safari. Oh, wow. 800 quid. That's and it. all of that money... It just covers your travel and goes towards the town build. I'd they love that because I love building stuff it. anyway, so I'd love to get stuck in. But it means it's 800 quid and when you're out there, you can give more. Yeah. You can give, donate something to something else, help build something else. Yeah. And it's so cool. You smuggle clothes out there for them. Yeah. I so, and and it's on. They'd like, be there in a cord. But we talk, <laughs> They'd listen, be there in a cord waistcoat. <laughs> next podcast, I'll get the details for you guys to be able to check these people. They are such beautiful human beings. Jan and Steve, who live across the way from me, they basically went, they're, they're huge trekkers. 
They're in the seventies, dude. They, these motherfuckers are out walk. She's seven miles a day. Yeah. Next time you're feeling fucking lazy at home, okay? Understand? There's a seventy year old woman across the road from me that walks seven miles a day for fun. Yeah. That she needs in her day just to clear her mind. Yeah. Seven miles. Yeah. Yeah. My fucking granddad. He's like eighty three, eighty four. Um, I should probably know. And he still does. Is well. Some when he he's, he's had a couple of funny turns recently, but like for the most part, it's he at was least still, 10, even during his turns, he was a beast. Yeah, it's like ten thousand steps a day, minimum. Yeah. And like you had he to went, limit he went, him. Yeah, he went up to sixteen thousand. I was like, you need to back up. Yeah, you like you. He was pacing the hallway. Yeah, in his yeah home just to get, just his steps. To get his steps. Yeah, he was going up and down <laughs> around like the living room. He was because like, their house is like circular, so he was just like doing laps just to get his steps in because he was just like. See, that is a motherfucking generation that had to work and went through a goddamn war. Yeah, yeah. and like as soon as he started to identify, okay, getting my steps in means I'm fitter and healthier. He was just like, I'll just keep pushing it, and he didn't realize that there's like a limit there's where a he's doing too yeah. much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I had to literally like rein him in when my granddad was living with my mum and bearing in mind okay he was using a, a wheelie walker to get around because he'd had a hip replacement that they didn't rehab him for cheers nhs if i was older when it happened i would have helped but i didn't know yeah. when they do the hip replacements they cut through your glute med and then if you don't rehab it you have a constant hip kick yeah because you've got no glute you no know, stabilization for your hip when you put your foot down the glute med isn't there to stabilize the hips so they'll swing out towards your stronger side and yeah. you can't walk properly. Yeah. You need a walker or a stick to walk then after that. So he was, let's say, this was when he was living with my mum and it was in Warley Clitheroe area at the time. So it, he would have been in his 90s. Yeah. And he was with my, he lived with us until literally it was dangerous for him to live with my mum alone because if he had, if he fell, which he started to happen, she could not get him off the floor. He was just too heavy for her. It was in, his, his health was affected because if he'd have fallen badly and she couldn't move him, that's an issue. Yeah. Uh, these things go out like a motherfucker, don't they? Yeah, they do. So this is know. a big diff. We've just learned a very big difference in the quality. Yes. From these to the Davidoffs. The, the Davidoffs, taste is still decent, still good, but um, they they go out quick. They go out very quickly, and they I don't know about you, but I'm getting a lot of shit. A lot of bits mouth. coming off. Yeah. Mm. Not too bad, mine you, now. But yours, too, yeah, those, you those looks dirty, mate. Mm. I think I have been suckering. <laughs> yeah. Um, where was that? Yeah. So he will have been. Let's say he was. So he was. He was around about probably ninety-two, having to walk on a wheeler, with a bad hip, and had had falls in the home. My mum left the house. For a bit too long of a period, came back. Say, he'd yeah. got the ladder out of the garage with a walker at ninety-two years old. Dragged a ladder out the garage, set it up, and was on the second run of the ladder ladder <laughs> to go and water the flowers in the water in the hanging baskets outside yeah. the house. My mum was like sprinting out the car, going, "Dad, what are you doing?" He's like, "Well." It looked like they needed some water. He was just, he would have been up that, he would have fucking, pe- like, gone. Yeah. Because when he used to fall at that age, yeah. he didn't know he was falling until he hit the floor. Yeah. So he would literally go down like you would knock over a toy soldier. Yeah, just... Just no, there was no reaction to rigid. it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, rigid as anything. He once fell over in, in his room and put a hole in the wall just above the skirting board mm. and he was quite proud of it. He was like, <laughs> see that dent there in the wall? That was my head, that was. <laughs> And he went through it all. No yeah. bother. Not a blink. Nothing. That's a motherfucking generation. We're a bunch of pussies. Yeah, compared to them. For sure. Pussies. Like when you're next contemplating, oh, can I be bothered to go to the gym? Can I be bothered to get out of bed? 
72-year-old woman across the road from me walking seven miles a day. 92-year-old man climbing a fucking ladder to water the flowers because he thought they might need it. Mm. With a bad hip, couldn't yeah. walk, needed a walker. Don't be a fucking pussy. Let's fucking bring our generations up a bit. Yeah. This is what I'm going to have to... I'm saying this so I remember it myself, guys, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, it's I'm shouting it myself. I think it, like part of it, we like we toughen up as we get older too. The more experience... like Less the, fucks given. Yeah, the more experiences you have and the, the more you... I think you want to... You don't appreciate the freedom and the mobility that you've got when you're young. And I've probably said this before, but one thing my nan always used to tell me uh, when I was young that yeah, really, yeah, I, re I always remembered and it was just youth is, sorry. Youth um, is wasted on the young. Yeah, youth is wasted on the young. And I so stole your thunder then. What a dick. Sorry. <laughs> Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Yeah, you, like youth is wasted on the young and it fucking is, man. Like, and that, and that doesn't even, that never changes. Like now I can look back, you know, I'm 30 next year and I can look back at me when I was 20. I'm like, fuck man, why didn't I do more? What I like had, and this is like, you know, 10 years difference. And I'm sure when I'm 40, I'd look back now and be like, fuck, what, why what didn't did I do it? more? Yeah. And then 50, look back at 40. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're always you know gonna... I don't have I don't have that too much because I did some crazy shit through my 20s. Yeah. Like I was, I was fighting in MMA. I was doing modeling and the fitness stuff. I was doing the YouTube was all starting up. Has you gone out again? Yeah. That's poor, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, well, Fuck get it lit. Keep, keep token on it every so often. Yeah, so through my 20s, I don't think, I think I slowed with work in my 30s. It got a bit more, like the travel and everything was really cool. But I was a little bit one-dimensional in what I was doing personally day to day with my yeah. training and stuff. Whereas through my twenty, everything was a bit crazy. I was fighting, you know. I was uh, I was working on doors. I was training people. I was doing so many different things from different avenues. Um, yeah, but I know what you're saying. There are definitely. I think there's been more points in the last three years where I've been like, "Motherfucker, up your game." I like. I feel like I I got to a, a point and just plateaued. A little bit because of life changes, things going on, obviously divorce happening, moving home, COVID kicked in. Oh, it just it shot. I had so much prep. Do you remember how much I had going before COVID? Yeah, and then it just fucking kiboshed the whole lot. Yeah, things still are really not normal. And like, yeah, we're we're going out. We can see people. We can do things. We can travel. We can do this, that, and the other. Things aren't normal. We're like we as, a, old as a society. We watched an old woman today get in a car after going to the shop. She gloves, had, she like had a, a, the gloves. biggest face mask you've seen in your life. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't a hook around your ears face mask. It was a full on doctor tie it behind your head. Yeah, face and, mask. And she was in the car park. She'd done her shopping. And she still had the face mask on. And then drove off. No, with... no, no. First, plastic gloves over oh, yeah, her hands. Yeah. Then got in the car and drove off with it all still intact. Yeah, gloves and masks still on. It's like and you're that, in your own fucking car. <laughs> that maddens me one because. She's uneducated on on the whole well, thing, but also shit. too, she's been fear mongered so much yeah. that that's how she's now acting. Yeah, that's not it's not her fault at all. No, no, no. It's just that's the media shit that's and been bullshit pushed out there so much. That's and how much her life's been enveloped by this. Yeah. I bet she panics every time she has to go out. Mm. Yeah, and and that's you know, I'm and not saying that COVID is not a real thing because yes, COVID is dangerous for her, but the fact that she doesn't understand that she's safe in her own vehicle if. Yeah. Other How people horrible is that? She doesn't feel safe in her own vehicle mm. and probably in her own home anymore. Mm. Fuck you, politicians. Should we do some Q&As before we run out of time? Because I did, did want to briefly mention the fact that we're coming up, obviously, we're nine weeks away from one this year. This is a good one. You do that whilst... I, mm, 
if I stop this now, Where we're, we we're going to have guesstimations. We've got 23 minutes on here at the moment, which means we've got seven minutes of record time left. We start it. Magic Lantern, will you please crack the Canon R5 so we can get rid of this goddamn time limit? <laughs> it's a pain in the bum. The only way of getting around this is to buy essentially what's a TV camera. Mm. Those big ass yeah. things. So you can't really do that. It's not we need just an egg timer. <laughs> just a little sand yeah. timer. No, no, just one. No, I think a sand one would be cool. Yeah, but 30 we're not going to fucking see that. We might as well look at the record button. You could get a 30 minute sand timer and just put it there. Bink. Yeah, but we're not being visual. Watch it. But it'd still be cool. Yeah, but we're not going to see it. We're going to miss it. Everyone's just going to watch it, and then the last grade will hit. Yeah, but they'll watch it. And the camera will go black. Here comes the blackout. Here comes the blackout. There it is. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And they're still talking. Look at those idiots. Mm. I've got a. uh, I think it might actually be 30 minutes. Check it if it is. Bring it in. If not, I'm I'm 100% ordinary. Check it. So I'm going to turn it upside down with my phone and just wait there for 30 minutes. Well, no, come back in 30 minutes and see. (laughs) Set an alarm 30 minutes later and then come back. Is it finished? Yeah, but what if it finished and then what? Sure, oh, well, it could have finished it. after 10 Didn't minutes. Did it not say on them? No, no. Well, how would you go into a shop and buy a sand timer? It, it said when I bought it, but I can't fucking remember what it said. I well, bought sure, it. There's a marking on it that says 30 minutes or whatever. So. I don't think so. so oh, that's silly. That's definitely gone out again. Oh, no. Still going. Okay. Okay, anyway. You do so that and I'll... Just stop the recording and we'll restart. Yeah, you're not the one who has to edit this bitch. You know how confusing exactly. it is when it's Just not a 30 minute it. break line. Just do it. <laughs> right, I'll do, you know. do it now. Okay, so we've got 30 minutes from this point. Obviously, record time. We're not going to carry on that long because I think we do need to shorten these casts a little bit just to make them more palatable for people. Yeah. But we're going to get your Q&As in and we don't want to ignore you guys. Yes. Uh, so anyway, what I was saying is, so like, we are like... Oh, no- oh, oh, I've just blacked you out. And you're back. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> so now we're back in. I just recorded you a little bit, then blacked you out again because I accidentally pressed stop on. Never mind. Technological error. Lex's fault. Anyone, Carry the on, th- sir. The thing is, all the people that are listening on Spotify <laughs> are just like, oh, fucking shut up. I'll cut that bit before now when we blacked it out, so <laughs> <Okay>. don't worry. <laughs> so anyway. We would have seemed smart if I hadn't have said what we just did. But I want to be honest. Yeah. We're idiots. Mm, yeah, yeah, we are. We are complete right, you now carry on. I will not press stop on this. I'll just swipe up. Good. Good. Okay. So we are nine weeks away from... A full year of the crew cast, which, which I am very proud of. Yeah, well. we've missed one or two, maybe. We and they've only been for very legitimate reasons, yeah. like illness or something, yeah. not just us going. Don't want to do it. Yeah. So, so we're counting a year when we've got fifty-two because we obviously do this once a week, and then, like mm-hmm. I said, the bar, the bar, the the few that we did have to miss because of some extreme circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fifty-two and. We're nine away, and we really like we've talked about like a meetup a few times. Well, we've had people ask us, yeah, yeah, that. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we get that, which is what simulate, stimulated us to, and it makes perfect sense to try and nail that on the one year anniversary of the crew cast. And today, when we were out, we obviously got Lexi's cast sorted, and then we went off and got lunch. And I had a bit of a like a, a checklist of things to, to that I wanted to like because me and Lex, although a lot of people are like, "Oh, you and Lex are like best mates," and I'm like, "Yeah, we're good friends, but we we only see each other once a week." Mm, unless I get down to yeah, Marvel. unless you manage to get down. But it's understandable. You got a business to run. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, we're, but like I think people see us like this, and they think we just hang around all day every day, and that's what we no, do. We do message each other dumb shit through the week. Yeah, we yeah we talk all week, but we only actually really see each other for like. We should probably work on that. Yeah, yeah, I need to come over your way more. Yeah, oh dear, I, I really struggle for time. Yeah, that would make your life or, easier. Or, you know, being as you might be looking at moving out sometimes. Just time. move closer. Just to move you. closer. Yeah, well, I honestly true. will look into it. Yeah, because if I could train at Barbell every day, yeah. dude, you motherfuckers, Chris, 
Chris Bumstead, you better watch out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. The limiting factor is I'm not at Black Country Barbell. Hashtag uh, lies. <laughs> but um, actually, I'm tangenting off again, but why not? When I was looking, because I, I looked at some some properties in the area, rentals, they've got a handful, and I did. I showed you some. If you were looking to purchase, fuck, there's some amazing ones. Are there? Amazing. Send them my way. Like, yeah, we'll we'll have a conversation about this after. Rentals, there's because obviously you're you're kind of the property. Because if you're I move it, for. yeah, for the short term, it would have to be a rental. Mm-hmm. Big. Um, my only decision here's the thing: my sister's building a house out in Bali mm-hmm. right now, which is going to be ready. We're supposed to be going out to Bali for Christmas. I'm not going for Christmas. I'm going to go for the New Year. I'm going to go get the stupid vaccine to travel. I was rebelling until I, you know, I've rebelled as long as I can. At least it's FDA approved now. Yeah. Um, still not happy that I'm just being forced. I'm not happy. I'm not unhappy that it's a vaccine. I'm unhappy I'm being forced. Yeah. But anyway, that's a whole not going into that. Um, it's the fact she's building a house out there and I'm going to go out to Bali. I'm going to consider going out there for a, th- a longer period. Mm-hmm. And then I decide the problem is being is to buy here again would be like, is this where I actually want to be anchored? Yeah. Because well, it does not. It doesn't mean that at all because you can rent out that property. This is true. What, like, this is true. Somebody owns this, obviously, probably somebody owns this whole plot, but someone owns this, this property. True. I could do that. Can rent it out. So, yeah, send me them through. I look, yeah. If there's nice areas with countryside, I'm, I'm cool. Right, there's some, like in the surrounding areas, like, yeah, there's some stunning ones. When I was looking at, because obviously I was looking at rental properties for the price of this, but then you told me what the value price of this was. So then I looked at a similar value oh i could pay way less yeah on a rental than a, 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 on a mortgage yeah 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 and honestly it's absolutely fucking amazing really good and mm. anyway but it was just yeah. the thing was there just wasn't many high-end properties that were for rent in our area for whatever reason i suppose it's maybe yeah, more, because if i do more if traditionally for move i lose a lot of the space yeah. which is the idea because there's too much space here um but it's still finding that sweet spot isn't it and then the I countryside just, a little and, bit yeah, a little bit halfway would be perfect. And if there was something to buy in that way, that'd be sick. Mm, yeah, no, there was a there was a lot. So he's yeah. such a motherfucker to um, buy new new um, not a new property, as in just switch from one property to another at the moment. There's just I don't know. There's so much bullshit with the, the market values and everything, and they're being a bit of motherfuckers with mortgages and stuff as well. Now, Tom, our coach, he's been trying to get he. So he's had his mortgage approved. They they got. The, Everything sorted with the property. Six months and he's still not in the fucking house. Okay, dude, it happened to me on that. Six um, fucking months. The one up, up um, more northernly. It, it was just ridiculous. It was a farce. And then when I was moving down, um, I was going to move again originally. Um, I had to pull out the end of that because they started dicking me around whilst I'd spent money over the last three months getting surveys and everything done. Yep. And then they started coming out with like, oh, somebody else interested in the property. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. At no point were you not told there's going to be this. Being self-employed is the issue. You have to give three months worth of... Three years worth. Well, three years worth of accounts, yeah. which I couldn't do because I just started a new company. Yes. So then it had to be... I could... There was something... Anyway, it had to be a full workaround. It was a load of shit. And so I just ended up pulling out of that one because... Anyway, no. They, let's let's go. You. Hold on. I haven't even talked about the You thing do your thing there. About. I've got the questions uploaded. And <laughs> so there's quite ta- a few. The tangent from the tangent Ooh, okay. is that we are looking to sort some kind of an, an event for everyone. It's going to, well, I say for everyone, it's going to have to be relatively small in terms of the quantity, maybe somewhere between 10 and 20 just, people. 
just to start with. Obviously, when, yeah. when we get them going, we can make them slightly bigger. Because, but it's more for our organizational ability to keep it a bit smaller to start with. Yeah, and and we do want to keep it intimate. Yeah, we want to be able to talk to everyone. We want to, to socialize. We want everyone else to not feel overwhelmed and talk to each other. Yeah, and so like it's a good chance for some of the crewcast listeners to get together. Obviously, it's going to be UK based, and just out of logistics, we're in the Midlands, and the Midlands is the middle of the lands. <laughs> so, yeah. it, like people up north it's easier to get down people down south it's easier to get up there like yeah so somewhere relatively close to us we're going to try and organize something and we were thinking potentially doing like the, the crew cast in front of an audience basically so you guys kind of a live crew cast. yeah you're a live audience for us so when we have this q a area i think the you whole thing the would just be a q a yeah that you just fire over or your questions fire. yeah and then and yeah you just come in with like five topics fire them over and then that's literally like part of the process but then we have we're gonna have like a couple of guests on so we think yeah. we want like ideally something about our cigars again so maybe anthony back on some someone about like rums or whiskeys the burning barn yes and he's a good he's a hell of an entrepreneur and yes something else we we, we want to make it like fun and then just well, basically after the crew cast next week we have assuming all um all hr no not hr pr relations allow yes. it which is so far they have we're just getting the final hey ho we should have what's his final last name tyler right tyler bait wwe european superstar coming on yeah which will be cool because he's a beautiful human being yeah he's fact, a lovely guy not what you expect i'm not, not gonna take any more than that no not what you expect but yeah, this is a, and so maybe we get someone like Tyler or someone in that realm, you know, some somebody from a, a really, uh, what's the word? I go, um, not a commercial. What's the word I'm thinking of? Somebody you'll see on TV, you know, you know, yeah, those yeah. people that you'd be like, oh shit, yeah, we're gonna hear from this guy that you probably otherwise wouldn't hear from. Yeah, yeah, we we, we want to make a limelight this, of some form. Yeah, so we want like you know the a live crew cast, but then not necessarily going as far as saying it's a party but it's just it's just a good gathering and then we're just going to have like some whiskey or some rum sampling and we've all got some cigars to try and we can just like literally chill out for like hours after and then hopefully if we can sort somewhere that's got accommodation nearby yeah. and we've all just got because obviously we're going to be drinking we're trying to make it as easy as possible for you guys yeah and it's fun and we're yeah. just gonna have to do like a, a limited kind of run of tickets yeah you know what i mean just yeah. just a and and it'll be uh, all inclusive. Yes, one, one ticket ideally, and everything's covered. Every, yeah, we just put everything in one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It'll probably be fairly pricey for the ticket because we want this to be really. We want it to be a good event. Well, it's not crazy. Yeah, it's I not, mean, it's not we're, be ridiculous. We're, I, you know, we'll buffer some of the cost ourselves. Yeah, quite. Yeah, but, we. You know, we just want. We want it to be like still applicable to people. We're not. We're not this isn't going to be something. But, but we're not when trying you're to make there, out of this. We you're just wanna, there, and you won't need to spend anything else in yes. theory. We, yeah, we just want to make a, a good night for yeah. everyone. Yeah. So yeah, I think that'd be awesome to be We're able. We're trying to, to make it as as cost effective and fun as possible for everybody. Yeah, yeah. So let and, us know some ideas. Yeah, and one of the other things we were discussing was clothing. So we are going to get some yeah, some blanks been, ordered. Yeah. So we can we can actually start messing around with stuff. So uh, yeah, if if people are well, obviously lots of people are interested because we keep getting messaged about it I know, in yeah. terms of some kind of clothing. I like some of the graphics we've been sent as well. <laughs> yes, yeah, we're getting some I think like, we're definitely going to go with that, that Toodle Pippi one. Yeah, we're, we're getting stuff. Like, that'd be cool on the back because yeah. if somebody walks off, yeah, Toodle, toodle Pippi. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so there you are. Yeah, so That's a good update. We, we, we had the rare opportunity to spend a full day before the podcast together um, and actually get some like decent amount of planning in. And mm. yeah, it's just one of those things we, we, we do struggle. We're, we're both... We're just busy and we're not, we aren't next to each other. Yeah. We're like 
Four, well, 40 minutes to an hour drive away from each other, depending on what the traffic's like. There's always some dick doing 30 miles an hour in the 60. <sighs> I can get to you in 40 minutes. Yeah. It takes me an hour every time. Yeah. So we, we we do really try, but this is our, this for both of us, it's our side project, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That we want to build into being a main project. 100%. That's whole, we're committed to that. But, you know, essentially we're doing this for free. Right. If, if we yeah. do do the, um, the charity work in Uganda, we could do like a Uganda special. Can you imagine? That'd be sick. <laughs> because yeah. we can record anywhere, can It's like, anywhere, bro- it's like a, what is it, Blue Peter? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be so sick. You can come with me on that. Yeah, yeah 100%. Because I'm going I'm to bring a videographer along with me so the whole thing will be recorded, yeah. obviously, because I want awareness brought to this. Mm-hmm amazing basically what they do is they go out and like we said but they, they you're given it they'll give you a huge duffel bag to take and then you fill it with just charity clothing and you smuggle it across the border to take to because if you don't smuggle it it's literally gets stolen at the border because you you fly into rwanda yeah and then you cross the border into uganda because that's the quickest way of getting there by coach because if you fly into rwanda it's a longer journey to get to where you're going so um yeah, it's really cool. We'll, we can talk about that more next week if you want to hear, but we'll, we'll go through it. But And obviously, it's, it's available for anyone to come. Anyone can come and do it. So if some of you are interested in doing that with us, that would be absolutely sick. It's around about, let me get the numbers factually for you, but off the top of my head, it's I think it's £800 if you want to do the week in the um, town, and that covers your travel out there, all of us are getting there, everything when you're there. And then you can add on a supplement of three days and it costs like an extra $300 on top to do three full days of safari. And we're talking like elephants and the whole shebang, like crazy safari, which is a thousand percent worth doing. I've really been, I had, I don't know what brought it into my, like kind of the forefront of my mind, but for a while I was like really feeling like I should be doing some more charity work. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because... Well, what are you going to get negative from putting good into the world? Exactly, like because I, I, I've experienced like little, like you know, I'm not, I'm not the most charitable person in the world. I definitely could do more. Do you know um, what? I am always dubious when the charity thing comes through my door. I'm like, how much of this is going to them? I have a negative relationship with charities. Yeah, I'll, but I shop. You see me today. I yeah. love like charity stores and shifts. I'll go there all the time. Yeah. Put my money into them happily. But yeah. I just, I just think the there's best. something that's so rewarding about that, and and like when I obviously it's it's different, but a similar kind of thing. When I'm working with clients, it's not charity. You know, we're a business; we have to make money. But I fucking love seeing people make progress and oh, seeing people yeah. that have you know are and in a in a place where they really want to make changes and they don't know how and they don't know where to go. And this is my life. Like I've been training since I was young, and it 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 comes a second nature. Most of most of the principles that we apply with our clients, but. Some people, this is alien. It's so new for them, and it's so fucking rewarding to help people. I understand that some people want to protect some of the things that have helped them get to where they are because obviously they have worked hard to get there and don't want to just give away everything that they've learned along the way because they worked hard to learn it. But there's something to be said about getting to a good place in life and helping elevate others to get to a better place in their lives. Yeah. By some means, and it doesn't have to be huge, it can be by any means, but as long as you're putting something back that helps other people elevate, you're on the right track. Because as as a human being, I think you have to be selfish to an extent in terms of if you want to get somewhere and be at a high level at it, there's going to be some selfishness involved, but that doesn't mean that you're a selfish human being. It just means you're going to deny yourself some pleasures mm-hmm. and sacrifice those that are seemingly selfish but it's not, it's just you having to focus on your path. Yeah. But when you get to a certain a certain point where there are things that are now 
a common occurrence to you that you could help others get to, you know, because you're still, you're going above that now, then you should fucking do that. Yeah. I think what you're going to, there's, there's only so long you're going to be on this planet. Mm. What you're going to, you can't take the shit with you. So spread a little bit of that good vibe and things around and you will be the, the, the reward you get from seeing others elevate themselves from things you've t taught them can't be beaten. It's a high you can't get anywhere else. You know, yeah. then it's and it's something you've imparted. That is a legacy you're leaving behind. Yeah. That's a true legacy, passing yeah. something down. So yeah, just a little thought. Let's do a Q and A. Yes, onto the Q and A. Here we go. How to pull yourself out of a down period? Lately, things haven't been going so well. Well, we've discussed this on the previous one a few times. Let's just buzzword it because it's a huge topic. Um, I'll just start. With every down, there's an up on the way. If you keep your head up and aim to find that up, if you stay down and let yourself stay down because it takes no energy to be down, then that's where you'll remain because you have to work your way out of a down. Yeah. And but that doesn't. The problem with when you're down is you can seem that every seem like everything is against you, but it will continue to seem that way if you do nothing to fight back against it. So we've talked about it before. Make some lists. Get little wins during your day. Get up early. Shower. Brush your teeth. They may seem insignificant because they're things that you should just do. Put them on a fucking list and tick them off as you do them. Yep. And it's a reward system. If you and then intermittently add a bigger thing in between those little things and you'll get there. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's building that momentum and set yourself like some handful of small, easy, obtainable tasks. Mm -hmm. And then just incrementally just increase their size. If you're somebody who like struggles to get up early, fucking set your alarm, put it the other side of the room yeah. so you have to get out of bed. Because yeah. we all, we've all Dude, done I this. Do it. I have to set two different things to get me up. It's so fucking hard to get out of bed. But once you're up and you're out, then that's the hardest bit done. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, once you're up, then you're like, fucking hell, there's not much point getting back into bed now. Mm -hmm. So you, you have control over the situation. And when your willpower is... Understand that your willpower will wax and wane throughout the day. Sometimes you'll feel high and you'll be great and it'll be easy to do stuff. Other times it'll be low. And then sometimes you'll just have entire days where it's low. Yep. And utilize those times where you've got more energy and you're feeling proactive and you, you feel like you can do something to actually set up little catalysts for later on. So if you're feeling more motivated before you go to bed and like, yeah, I'm going to get up in the morning. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Spend five minutes making a little list before you go to bed. Set your alarm, put the phone on the other side of the room. So then when you wake up in the morning and you feel sluggish and you don't want to, you just yeah. want to, you know, press snooze, stay in bed, get up, get to the gym or get up and go for a walk, whatever it is you need to do. Something that's going to be easy to just set you off on that right path. And it's it, just those it's, little things. Yeah, yeah. The, the little tick, things. Slowly um, tipping away. Tick, tick, tick. A little bit more, a little bit more each day. Yeah. A big thing is don't try and overwhelm yourself. Mm. Don't try and go from zero to hero. Yeah. And I'm not saying like baby yourself. I'm just saying be realistic. Yeah. Put down the, the that one big task in that day that you want to start or get going on or get moving. You might complete it, mm. but at least just, just on your list, you put start it. Yes, get going. And you will never, just trust, trust me now when I say this, when you do get something done, even as how it's seemingly impossible it might be, just starting it and attacking it, you'll you'll suddenly realize how much better you feel for doing it and that it's not that overwhelming and that actually you are capable. The thing is, is you are capable of more than what your mind is telling you when you're feeling down. You're always capable of more. Just remember that. Yeah. There's so much more we can go into that and we can do more of that if you want. There are some today. podcasts that we've done that are specifically about that. I don't remember what they were called now. We can do it. We can go into it next week, yeah. and we will. We'll start next week's on that 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 task. Um, someone else just put Woodford Reserve. 
good. We maybe we liked that. Yeah. We did it uh, three or four weeks ago. Oh no, it was longer than that. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was probably seven or eight. Oh really? Yeah, I think that was quite a while ago. Yeah, actually, you're right. We've done a few of them and stuff between. Yeah. Uh, check it out. I can't remember which podcast it was on, but we have covered it. We liked it. Which whiskey was the winner? Well, today we told you it's a 1792 small batch. Greetings from Argentina. Hello, Dami Fitness. Greetings to you too. If you could have entrance music the first time you walk into the bedroom for sexy time, what song would it be? See, now, is it much different from last time when we picked our, our, just our overall? Thunder. Wow. Yeah. No, I'd stick with yeah. thunder. Like a boss. Yeah, you'd stick with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Or you could go with the classic Barry White. Yeah. Just get it on. Boom, boom, Out of curiosity, would you rather spend a shift as a police officer or a firefighter? Firefighter. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I did my public services. Uh, I did public services in college because I was going into the fire service. Yeah. Um, I did my fire service pre-recruitment course. That was my whole setup from school. I you was going to be a firefighter. Yeah. Um, and then right as I'd finished all of that, the recession hit and they actually mm-hmm. were getting rid of firefighters and they stopped retaining firefighters. When was this? Um, yeah. It'd be like 10 years ago. Dude, I think we did the same thing. Yeah. I applied to be a retained firefighter because mm-hmm. in the local area, and then I ended up moving yeah. and couldn't do it. I also applied to be a police officer straight out of university, and I passed all of the stuff, and then they cut funding. Yeah. The government cut the funding, and my place was lost because of that. Police wasn't for me personally, but uh, firefighter. But yeah. my, my, my best friend, his dad, is chief of West Midlands Fire Service, and like he wasn't at the time growing up, but he was always very high up and... My best friend Chris wasn't interested that much in the fire service, but I really was, and I used to speak to Phil a lot about like it's a rougher job than you believe as well. Like they yeah. see some, they see oh, yeah. what the police see and extra. yeah. Oh, when when some, some of the stories, yeah, Ooh. when some bad shit happens, when there's bad crashes, like it's a lot of the time it's the firefighters who are scooping the the mush up yep. off the street. And um, one of my boys went to an attempted shotgun suicide. He was shouldn't have been alive, mm-hmm. but his whole top of his head was missing he was yep. still going still breathing yeah and yeah one of my friends he's um there's a, a a real bad rta and he road traffic accident he the the guy was still alive but the the car folding and around him was what was keeping him together oh my god and they knew if they moved him he would literally fall apart um and he was literally because he was so compacted it would that was actually stopping like he was losing so blood he, he died. He was no. going to. There was no way of. No, I was going to say how. The yeah, hell so they it? literally just like stayed with him until. And yeah, yeah. Amazing guys. Yeah. Uh, big, big up to anybody who's out there doing that. Public service. If you ever think about shitting on any public service, when there is a bomb, a shooting, a fire, and everyone's running away, those motherfuckers are running towards that fucking problem. Don't you ever shit on those boys. Don't you ever. Yes, don't get me wrong. There's bad apples in every bunch, but the majority of them are not what the news betray. Um, what's your go-to karaoke song? Tipsy and Black Put Drunk. I think that's a spelling mistake in there somewhere. I don't know what that means. Uh, Favourite karaoke song? I don't have one. No, neither do I. I. I literally have never done karaoke and I probably I've wouldn't. I did. Um, we, we used to go on the karaoke at uni and sing... Uh, what's the two versions? What's the version song? Limp Biscuit did a cover of it though. And it starts off really soft, and then it goes. Drawing Limp Biscuit kicks it in. Fuck! It's a really pro- it's a famous uh, song. Son of a bitch! You'll all know what I'm talking about. Limp Biscuit did a cover of it, and we used to go on and sing the original, but then convert it into Limp Biscuit and get <coughs> kicked off very quickly. 
Tits or ass? Ass. Ass. Yeah, yeah. 100%. All day. Every day. All day. Don't know why. I don't yeah. care about tits. Yeah, I mean, if they like, if I'm not. I like them. Don't get me wrong. Good. Yeah. I actually like phony fun bags as well. I'm a fan of them if they're done well. Yeah. I've never had personal experience with it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I've met Emma when I was 17. Of course. Yeah. So, like, any girl that I was with wouldn't have. Yeah. yeah, At that point. Not at that age. Yeah. Lewis, mate, bathroom's nearly finished now. Bike engine revs. Oh, you know what? Honestly, you know I post. Yet. I Come post on, it. bro. So I've, I don't have a lot of followers. coming. I don't have a lot of followers. Um, I had fucking like 30 odd messages come through when I posted a picture <laughs> of my bathroom, and probably half of them were people like, from the crew cast saying, When's time. the bike getting ready? <laughs> fucking get right. Yeah. Yeah. They're not right. I, They're not wrong. Well, I showed you my list of stuff that I've still got to do. Yes, it looks very close to being finished, but there's so many little bits, and I'm really limited on time. So it's still probably going to drag out to the new year, but that's fine. Like I will, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it done. Um, but it's just a, a real good indicator of me getting close to getting my bike license. It's fucking better, 2022, bro. Listen, when this arm's healed, Bionic. you better be learning. Whilst I'm back, with, as I get back on the bike, your test better be booked. Yeah. yeah. Well, not test your lessons, but yeah. what's the best way to? Ha- what's the best way you have or would walk out of a date going horribly wrong? Oh, I can't. I'm, I can't. I just can't. Go just people. go to the loo. I, I've not, I can't. Just go for a shit. I would. I would ride that motherfucker out yeah. as awkward as the motherfucker as it is, and just at the end be like as pleasant as possible, and then just you know, I like you know, not for me. Uh, in the text message afterwards, not after on the day, like yeah. when they tried to return. Because obviously they're going to return. Because you know we're sexy boys. Yeah, for me, for me personally, um, I I just call it at what it was. I just what, like mid date. Yeah, I just like look. No, this isn't working for me. I don't think it's working for you either. Is a it bad date? And then they that you know whatever their answer would be, and then I'd like let's not waste each other's time. You really? Yeah, I'd, 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 yeah. I I'd, wish I could be like. That. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'd... I just feel like. I, oh yeah, no, I grind it out until the end, and then just deal with it afterwards. <laughs> um, how would you react if you caught the other unexpectedly in your bed when you came home from work? I'd be like, "Cool." As you get in, was it the window? Yeah, me too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd laugh. I'd laugh so hard, so hard. Oh, that make sake, not again. Actually, make my day. <laughs> Uh, be real. Most challenging part of your arm recovery. Um, I think I discussed that already today. Yeah, yeah, you've already. Yeah, yeah, yeah can't do that. The 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 future's yet to come. I reckon it's going to be the but it's holding back is going to be my problem for now because mm. I I just want to go. Yeah. So just being careful is going to be a tough one for me. That that the cheeky little specialist whiskey shop in Shrewsbury Centre I see in the photo. Great place for it. Oh, is that? Is that the cheeky little... Yes, it is, monkey boy. <laughs> TT. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, reeking, reeking uh, whiskey. Yeah. It's really a good place. What is success... What is success for you, crew? Uh, we discussed that already as well today. Success is, is, is being able to do what you enjoy as part of your of your life. You know, yeah. it's being able to do what you want when you want is yeah. freedom. Not money. It's being able to do what you want when you want. And, you know, if you live by your means to do that, that's... A win. Mm. If you're happy where you are doing what you want, beautiful time. How do you drink your whiskey and what is your favorite whiskey so far? Uh, do you smoke cigars? Dude, do you watch at all? Like, bro, 
I reckon this is somebody who just if you follows ju- you but doesn't realise we do the crew cast. Yeah, you need, um, Nathan, PT, if you're not listening, you're listening now. Get listening. Yeah. I might reply to you personally. <laughs> yeah. uh, Batman, question mark. I don't know what that means. Yes. 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 <laughs> Every the day, answer yes. answer is yes. Yes. Let's play fuck, marry, or kill. Ready? Mr. Lewis, spelt Louise. Actually, that might be how you spell Lewis. It's not how you spell it. Uh, Miss, so you, Queen Elizabeth, and Donald Trump. Well, I would marry you, fuck the Queen, and kill Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, no, take it back. Oh, no, I don't. Do you I take it back? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I could fuck you and then marry the Queen, because marrying the Queen, you would be yeah, sorted. But you, yeah, but you're going to have to do all... Rule. Yeah, but you've got to do all of the do legal Do you, duties. though, or you'd be just a modern... And just be like rebelling, nah. or to rock up everywhere in cool gear, doing the peace sign, change the it's change not, the monarchy. She would divorce you. Yeah, go fast. <laughs> but you, but you'd be forever famous. <laughs> just the what? She could the do what one you guy. Yeah, turned up. What would you do? So I can't. I can't fuck myself. You have to. Well, I can. No, you'd have to be me, the Queen, and Donald Trump. Um, same. Same. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh, fucking the Queen would be rough. Oh, but legacy, man. Yeah, but and, and also like you'd be. You've got two other that. guys. To In fact, I would That's... do that. I'd marry you and screw the queen because just screwing the queen alone would make me forever famous. <laughs> so you could do so much off the back of that. Yeah, and Trump would and definitely killing go. Trump. You'd just be a hero. Yeah, and you'd be able to hold his. You'd be able to cut his one hair run that he has curling around his head just cut it off in one piece and like hold it above the crowd and then we'll go like yeah. You see, he's scalping Trump. Scalp Trump, yeah. But you won't scalp him, you have to side scalp him. <laughs> scalping him would just have a skin. Yeah. Can you recommend a badass cigar for myself and my groomsman for my wedding? Dude, honestly, from what we've gone through, the Davidoff lines are such a high quality in comparison to the stuff you can buy. Go go on to on Instagram, go on to uh, Davidoff UK. Yeah. And drop them a message because Anthony runs the, that page. Yeah, he does. He will hook you up. Yeah, he will sort you out with everything. Mention He's us so... when you message him. Yes. Saying I've been sent from the crew cast. He'll yes. sort you out. Yeah. Um, a a spy side whiskey is number one. Oh, spy side. We did see that in the whiskey store. Yeah. We'll try that. We'll go get it. Cheers, Ragu. Good name, Ragu. <laughs> uh, if you could give your 16-year-old self some advice, what would it be? Um. Mine, I think, would be follow what you love, not what you think you should follow. That's good. That's good. Fuck. There's there's too many bits of it. What's your main one that jumps straight to the front of your brain? I think... I think... uh, Like, any of the bits of advice that I'd want to give myself would change... Like... You know, where I was at at the time wasn't great, but those decisions led to me being where I was at and yeah. like where I'm at right now. And I don't think I'd want to give myself any advice in case that would change my trajectory. Well, let's take out the change of trajectory from fucking with the past. Just a, a young 16-year-old, what would you give them in a, I, when they're freaking out about exams and all the way they should go? I didn't freak out about exams. No, you didn't, but let's I, say six months. I knew it. I thought I was thick, so I just... I, I think I, your advice I, to me would, would be is believe in yourself more. Yeah, I, I think um, one thing I'd probably convey is just like your, you know, just because, I, just because you can't perform in the academic environment that you're in school or college does not mean that you're stupid. It just means that your skills lie elsewhere. elsewhere. Yeah, it's very good. This podcast is getting seriously long. 
Uh, we actually just yeah. So let's crack these up. Um, but but I wish I mean you know, I would happily do these longer longer. But we actually have a two hour time limit on Spotify. Yeah. Um. So we'll do one last question. That's uh. Oh God, there's so many more. Let me take a screenshot of these after we're done, and we'll come back to these questions at the beginning of the next podcast. Yes. Okay. Um. Let's just pick one at random. Here we go. Just found out the other day. Windows are called windows because it blocks out the wind. I never knew that. I never knew that either. No. Makes there sense though. Should we for the end? Yeah. Lovely. I'm going to screenshot the rest of these guys and we're actually going to answer them from the start of the next podcast because I feel like we've let you down on Q&As yeah. um, a little bit time-wise because we tend to, I don't know how we chew that first hour up so, half hour up so much. Yeah. We just go through it. I don't know why. So there we go. That's it. We're done. We're good. We're good. Um, let us know actually. I'm going to put a, a poll up on this podcast. There's going to be a poll. If you go on Spotify, you'll see when you go into the episode, there'll be a poll for you guys to answer. And I'm going to put a thing in there saying, um, give me some time limits whether you prefer, prefer 60 minutes or 90 minutes. Yeah. And we'll see or how many of you. 120. Uh, I can do, I think I can do three sections. So, should yeah. I do, I'll do 60, 90, 90 120. 120. Let us know which ones you prefer. And we'll, we'll obviously, we'll, whatever happens, we'll try and adhere to that more. Um, we just enjoy them so much. This is how we it go. just it just rolls, doesn't it? So, so yeah, so. It, it it gets out of control. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in again, and uh, we're gonna have to cut it here because otherwise we're gonna run out of the Spotify time. So I would say always, if you last week was great, bring it forward. If it was bad, leave it behind. You can change it, and you have to make your own energy. With uh, people still feeling down, you gotta make. It's not just a saying. Make your own energy is a fucking thing. When you see people that are happy, they are making their own fucking energy and it takes that energy to be happy yep. so don't be afraid of having to put some fucking effort in to make yourself feel better it's normal you're fine and you'll get through have a great week it's Monday take advantage and we'll see you next week toodle pip toodle pip